0: I am thrilled that I'm finally releasing this episode of Not Your Mother's Podcast. It features my incredible brother, the amazing Andy Hardy, and without him, this podcast would never have happened. He helped me not just with inspiration to do the podcast, but he also helped me with the technical side of things. So again, without him, this podcast doesn't exist. So stay tuned and enjoy. We have a lot of fun anecdotes for you about our childhood and you know just other random things, but we also talk about being an entrepreneur. We talk about getting out of the IFP cult, we talk about how difficult it can be, but that it's very much doable, and we talk about loving yourself, which I think is incredibly important, and a lesson that we had to learn the hard way. So check this out, enjoy this episode, featuring again my incredible brother, Andy Hardy. My name's Stuart, this is my brother, Andrew. Stuart. (laughs) No, you're Andrew. I knew he was going to fuck this up. And this is the Not Your Mother's Podcast. Not
1: Your Mother's Podcast.
0: It's going to be lit. Oh, yeah. Mmm. Mmm. That is good. Oh, it is. So, um, is that your first as taste? you've seen, and people, yeah, it is. And people have made fun of me and called it cheap whiskey. It's not the most expensive. I, I like Jameson Caskmates, but this black barrel is just as good. If not better, I think that's really better. good. I, I think it might be. We'll see about this podcast. I think it has podcast. a little
1: more class than the caskmates. Well, it's $10
0: more of class. <laughs>
1: uh, no, I think, it, I think it has a more refined palate than the caskmates. The caskmates... Oh, you're a, so fancy. Jesus. And you and your palates.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to start off this episode, um, and I'm going to ambush Andrew. He doesn't know oh. I'm going to say this, but... Um, ambush <laughs> away... I'm trying to be serious. He doesn't want me to do it. Uh, but Andrew has been a huge encouragement uh, in so many ways. And um, to be honest, I was kind of contemplating what I wanted to say before we started. And I realized, will you stop? This, <laughs> you is, the hardy. Write, this is the hardy voice you. You
1: had me write dicks on You wrote dicks no, on yeah, that. I said... I brought it up, and you're like, "Well, dicks always comes up." I don't write it, so no, I'm just looking. I don't think that's how that conversation went. <laughs> <had at> all. <laughs> all right,
0: let me be serious, damn it. So, Andrew, I want to say a year, a year and a half ago. Look, let's yeah. uh, to be fair. To be fair, this guy's been traveling all day. He's got a he's got a video shoot coming up. He's gonna be busy as fuck tomorrow. He's not gonna get enough sleep tonight. He's had plenty of whiskey already, <laughs> so he's just kinda probably eh, too much eh, too much whiskey. Yeah, probably. And i are gonna down Mike all that really shit. S- <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. This may be the shortest episode, I don't know, because we may be going to the fucking hospital.
1: <laughs> okay, I have to stop looking at dicks.
0: <laughs> That'll do it.
1: <laughs> this guy. Alright, all right. All right. so a year ago
0: it's probably more than that, it's probably more like two years ago, Andrew started putting out video content, and it was really good, and I don't want to, no, it it was, and it is, you still do a lot of video content, but like, you're doing your own um, vlog type content, and I was really inspired by it, no, like, you used, uh, if I remember correctly, Casey Neistat was one of your inspirations, a big one, and uh, I wouldn't say you ripped off any of his work, but you definitely modeled some of your elements after what he did and i enjoyed watching casey and but when i saw my brother doing the kind of work that andrew was doing i was just really i didn't and this was way before i started the podcast i just thought um
1: (laughs) i'm just gonna i'm
0: just gonna just i'm just gonna power through this but i saw but i saw when i saw him putting out that content i thought man this is this is inspiring like i i not necessarily like i want to do this but I, I think I can do this and I was and you did you did really good work I was very impressed I don't know what I don't know what he's acting like this for at any rate I, w- I will say right now there's a lot of people that have influenced and helped this podcast I don't know what is wrong with him. go walk over there and come back because I need to finish this so I uh, there's a lot of people Trenton Wiggis, uh, Josh Owens given me a lot of help. A lot of other people have helped me, but this podcast 100% wouldn't be here if it wasn't for Andrew. There's just no way. Um, and then I mean that in all seriousness. On top of that, when I when I went to set it up, when I set up everything as far as the channels and how you guys get it on iTunes, uh, and I believe it's on Stitchers, well, all those channels, when I set all those channels up, Andrew was the one that made sure that all happened and helped me set up the RSS feed, helped me set up YouTube. So, we, anyone, any of you that have enjoyed the content on this channel, you, and I'm not yelling at you, but you owe Andrew. I owe Andrew. We all owe him for for everything he did to make this possible. So, I'm hoping he comes back on screen, excuse me, at some point. But, um, uh, while while he steps away, I am serious. He has had a very long day. And we have a lot to talk about. We've got, there is dicks written up here as a joke between me and him. And, um... There's, uh, <laughs> there's there's a lot of elements here that are unseen to you all as to why he's losing it. But uh, I think I think it'll be alright. We'll get on some serious subjects and <laughs> we'll stay the course. Are you ready to return, sir? I think so. Alright, great. Mm-hmm. So anyways, uh, I will say this. I don't think that was theatrics at all. I think he's just super spent. But Hardy's we're not really good at taking compliments. We, just, we shoot <laughs> yeah, we him down left and right. We suck at it. So there's that. So what is andrew what is your it doesn't need to be of me but like i've i've only ever had mommy on and that was the first episode and that aired almost a year ago holy shit yeah september 22nd was the first episode and we're filming this on august 21st so That's it's nice been song. almost a year yeah, yeah. next month wow. so i haven't had any other family members on and so i want to i want to talk about our family a little bit um and just They're growing crazy. up yeah, we all are uh growing up the way we did, just and, and it doesn't have to be we'll talk about some IFB shit, but just you know, what what would you say is uh well I'll lead off. So I remember there's a lot of course we have a lot of memories together. Um how 20. far how far apart in age are we? I'm thirty two. You're 32. And in March you turned
1: uh, <laughs> doesn't know. No, twenty eight or eighteen. Yeah. eight, twenty
0: eight. We're we're four years apart. Well five years ish. Because in, in a couple of months I'll be uh, I'll be 33. Yes, like four but, and a half. Years. Yeah, four and a half. Um, and you were you were born in Winnemac, right? Mm-hmm. You and Lydia and Leah were born in Winnemac. Feel like all three you of you all were born, born in. I was born in Hammond. I was born at, uh St. Mary's in oh, Hammond or St. Margaret's. Be blessed by Dr. Hiles. <laughs> yeah, probably more than I wanted to be. Oh. Uh But. I remember one of my. I mean, of course, we have a lot of memories of whether it's throwing dirt clods at each other as grenades in the backyard mm-hmm. in Indiana, or um, trying to go down. Remember that hill in the woods? Yeah, it was like three feet
1: tall. We always like broke our necks up here. Yeah, year. it was like, terrible. It was like, like, like a it was black the, diamond slope. Yeah. You know, like.
0: it, well, we had we had. I think I had. It was Tiffany. Uh, Duncan that I had on and she said, I couldn't believe how jazzed you guys were about that. <laughs> oh, it was nothing. Great. It was
1: like three feet. Of... Well, I think we spent most of our time like sabotaging each other. Yeah, that's Which is what true. made it so, that made so it exciting. very um, now, We had difficult. a teepee out there too. We built a legit We had a teepee. We, do you remember the Millennium Falcon?
0: Hmm. You don't
1: remember the... Lydia doesn't remember the Millennium Falcon.
0: Well, hang on. Wait. Now, that wasn't the the aluminum trash pile that we should have gotten Tetris or Tetris. Uh, from. It
1: might have been on it. There were two fallen trees that kind of formed a corner, Huh. and we had a bunch of old computer keyboards that we oh yes, we yes, yes, wedged yes. into the tree
0: trunk. I remember that wasn't then, that wasn't so come the backyard. It was it was a it was a rectangular that was in the lot. Woods. Yeah. yeah yeah, it was it was a rectangular lot. And then we would go into the woods behind our our lot, and <clears throat> the hill was over here, and the Millennium Falcon was over here. Yes yeah yeah, I remember that because one night I left something out there and we had uh, we got we got briars we got thorns and made that part of the like uh, part of the fence around it do you remember that We had a lot of thorns that worked in yeah it. yeah but we and there was a lot of thorns in those woods but i remember one night i don't know what i left out there i know i lost a pocket knife uh, grandpa lucas's pocket knife i lost out there but i left something out there that dude should... if
1: we went back there with the metal detector we would probably find <laughs> <have> like <laughs> thousands <laughs> of <laughs> pocket knives.
0: yeah easily But I remember one night, I don't remember what it was I'd left, but it couldn't get wet for whatever reason. And I was out there. I feel like like I ran out of my bare feet or something. I'm in the woods, in the rain, in the dark, just like... I I was really upset. I don't remember what it was I was looking for. Anyways, I know we have a lot of memories of each other, but I remember one one of the most vivid ones, because there's so much pain with it, was... You know when you get hit with something and you're outside in the in the cold and it hurts so much yeah. worse yeah okay do you remember we would have those uh those we out of poison sumac who makes swords <laughs> and then we'd be like why are we all breaking right. out yeah. cuz we would carve and get just sumac correct right. so we <laughs> had a bunch oh, of Oh, we made lightsabers too. Yeah, that's what they were. I lightsabers, mean, yeah. samurai swords, we would put designs on them from the bark. I remember that. And and so we had one was laying around and so it was like one of the neighbor kids, probably Cody I was playing with and you wanted to come along and I kept shooing you away, and you were just like, "No, I'm coming." And I was like, "No, you're not. Fuck you." Uh, well, we didn't say the. I don't think I even knew what the fuck word was then. Did you?
1: The F word. Yeah. If I heard it, I would have had no idea. What yeah, it was. I yeah, I we just were so. It was like,
0: think about that. We were so sheltered; we never right, even heard yeah. it.
1: If I had heard it, I wouldn't have known to be offended. Yeah, you would. Like, I would have been like, "Okay, well, fuck is, you too." Okay. One. Well, the first time I heard like, when we lived in the trailer in Arnold, mm-hmm. um, I was with DJ outside our neighbor. And he's like, screw you. We had know. a neighbor named DJ. Yeah, you don't remember DJ? His I remember. dad was a Vietnam vet with a long beard, and he no. had a fifty-seven pickup, and he was always out there huh. hammering on it in the middle of the night. No, you I don't, don't remember, remember no. any of that. Okay, I don't anyway, that. so, so DJ, he was chubby. He was he was actually a pretty decent human yeah. being. you know, we tried dragging him to church all the time. Of course, <clears> for him. We were out one Saturday morning. We were all up, and we were, in actually, we we're in his backyard digging for worms because he was going fishing with his dad, yeah. and. He's like, we're just whatever, whatever, and we're doing something. And he's just like, oh, screw you. you right. know, Whatever. And I didn't know what it meant. Like right. It was, I mean, this is a greeting as right. far as I'm concerned. So Good morning. Screw you. Screw you. <laughs> well, yeah. So, well, daddy walks out the back door and he's oh, like, no. hey, come in for breakfast, blah, blah, blah. So I come in. We sit down for pancakes. <laughs> 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 oh, this is going to be great. My hands me a bit, Yeah, She gives me pancakes on a plate. And I just look at her like, screw Oh, no. <laughs>
0: I was gonna ask you that. I had went no over. idea what I had just done. Good morning. Thank you for the painting. <laughs> Screw you, mother. How are you this morning? What Ooh. the fuck did you say to me? That's awesome. Anyway,
1: so yeah, that's how That's like... terrific.
0: That's how that's that's a Baptist introduction to a naughty word. At any rate, I remember I was on another note. Yes. I was uh I was trying to play. Me and the neighborhood were trying to go play whatever we are going to do. And I was trying to leave Andrew out. And Andrew wasn't having it. And Andrew came after me with one of those wooden sticks. And I did not also have a lightsaber (laughs) to defend myself. And man, you caught my hand. You caught it good. Uh, Really? Yeah, like, you know when you... have
1: nightmares about hurting people. (laughs) Really?
0: Well, there you go. There's another one. No, you whacked my hand good. And I was just like, you know how when you cry but not intentionally, like, it hurts so bad that just... You just like, yeah, like, man, that's, that started happening. And I don't remember how that was resolved. I'm sure I tattled on you for that, but man, that, that shit hurt. You know,
1: you put an arrow in my arm? What? You don't
0: remember that? Was it one of our homemade arrows? Yeah, I
1: remember when we would... St- we made bows and arrows out of mm-hmm. oh, everything. <laughs> and we yeah. would just stand... I don't know. We didn't get it from Robin didn't Hood because they shoot didn't. <laughs>
0: we just like a duel.
1: Like yeah. So basically, <laughs> it's like, like it's if you've ever seen the old Robin Hood, you remember yeah. the Robin Hood movie. Yeah. And they stand and they, you know, but they're shooting at targets. Well, we right. didn't have targets. So we, we shot, shot each, at each other, up, other. Oh my god! So. I don't remember. <laughs> well, this. no. So we're shooting at each other and whatever. And like I, I had given up but I was walking over by you and you weren't finished. You <laughs> shot me <laughs> right in the arm. That's terrific. <laughs> it hurt.
0: Sorry. <laughs> yeah. this was in the blue house yes yeah 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 yeah. not on the hill the blue house yeah that was the one we were at the longest so to give you a little synopsis and then correct me if i'm wrong because i would not be surprised if i missed something we grew up in um, Knox, Indiana. was the township we grew up in. Our dad pastored in Ober, Indiana. Mm-hmm. Population. I wanted to say it was like 100 or something like that. Oh,
1: like 83. But yeah. like, it was probably like 22 people by the time yeah. we left. Yeah, know? yeah, like yeah for sure. Everybody died and nobody went Yeah, there was there. a lot
0: of old people there. Um, and uh, that's where we were. That's Andrew was born when we were there. I was born within a year before we moved there. And I was I'm the oldest. Oh, so it's me. Then Leah, and then Andrew, and then Lydia the baby. There's four of us. And um, for those of you that don't know us, that's that's the Hardy kids. That's yeah. four, no more. And ah. <laughs> Possibly more, didn't... we know more. Yeah, I don't have to get with Dad about that. Mm-hmm. Just kidding. Um, but we lived there for uh, 14 and a half years. I know because I was 14 and a half when we moved. So maybe more like 14 years. We lived there for about 14 years, and then we moved to Missouri, Arnold, Missouri, and uh, my dad was a pastor in Indiana, then we moved to Arnold, Missouri, he was an assistant pastor, and I have a lot of good memories of both of those places. Um, uh, everywhere we live I have good memories, but I think I have a lot of good memories from Indiana, Missouri, just because we were there longer yeah. uh, than anywhere else. And we were there, I want to say, Missouri about five years
1: um, something 2000, like 2006, six years. Yeah, six years. So and then, it might have been like five and a half, something like that. Yeah,
0: and then I moved, and then I went to college while we were still in Missouri, but then the family moved to Alabama. We were there for a couple of years. Yeah, yeah. we left. What is, I have more to say about that.
1: Yeah, um, that's probably when we kind of, I think that's when things like started to. Went to shit? Well, things became very clear there. Yeah. About how big churches get big and stay big. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, and yeah. you know, I think then traveling, we moved from there to Illinois, and yeah, we went to that Mattoon, was sort right. of like a time of denial, and the next three or four years was sort of a time of denial for, I would say, the core of the family. What do you mean uh, by time of denial? I don't like we that were out. just in denial about everything we'd learned. All, all the, all the, yeah, all Although, the stuff that every, was we fucked up. We were all intertwined. We knew what was going yeah. on. I don't know yeah. how. You were pretty well connected at the time to yeah. us still. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. So. Um, yeah, so I mean, we were all just in like, oh well, that that's one corner. That's just is the way they do it down there, right? Oh, okay, so yeah. yeah, so it was
0: the cognitive yeah. dissonance, would you say? Yeah, exactly. we, we were experiencing we were just, that level of light. We were
1: like, oh, we've seen the light, but instead but, of being like, oh, this is what things look like in the naked light of day, we're like, that's just what it looks like over there. It yeah. might look different over, over here, here. Let's and go try woods. this out. Wait, there's a pile of sand. Let me put my head in it. Yeah. <laughs> hey, <laughs>
0: I can't
1: see yeah, anything. Can't see anything. So it's all good.
0: It's all gravy. <laughs> Um, yeah, not to get too negative there, but I, I agree with you. Yeah, that makes sense. So we moved to, to Mattoon, Illinois, not we, I wasn't uh, living at home anymore. Um, we we moved to Mattoon and then back to Missouri and now, um, the the bulk of our family is in Missouri now, I guess. Yeah, it would be, most of us are in Missouri. Um, but anyways, uh, I didn't get to this before, but I'll say it now. Thank you for coming on the podcast. Really? I mean, you're you're making time for it. So I'm grateful for that. You bought um, me pizza. Okay. I did buy you pizza. I'm a horror for pizza. Yeah. Well, same. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, what else? I'm trying to think. Uh, what do you have any memories of? Um, and whoever's watching this, if you're still watching, great. If if you're like. This guy's just gonna talk about his childhood. Like, yeah, I, that's kind of what I want to do for a while. What's up, yo? So, <laughs> so if you're not, if you don't want to hear about my childhood, then I don't blame you. But just, just get, we'll get to something more interesting sooner or sooner or later. But um, yeah, you can. Put what would you stamps
1: down on the thing? Yeah, I'm not. that You can do that on Facebook. I'm, I'll help yeah, I'm too lazy. I will help you. All
0: right, thanks. Um, I don't want. I don't want to. <laughs> so, what would you? What would you say? Uh, I'm trying to remember, because we had so many. Do you remember, um, okay, because our, our movie selection was extremely limited, what mm-hmm. we were allowed to watch, and what we were in possession of. The well, movies I remember y- us yes having. yes and no. If it was okay. in,
1: we watched a lot of really bad black and white films. Oh, yeah. With, like, some really horrible, and, like, we, it was basically, it was like, instance, when we go to the library and. It had to be G. Well, not necessarily, well, you know, so yeah. the older films weren't rated. Right.
0: So old films, yeah.
1: Like, well, like so the parents would be like, oh this is made before 1950, it must so been, be fine, oh, and that's then it's true. like somebody just strips naked, and you're like, oh, you know, and <laughs> they you got never naked saw that kind too. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. So I mean, <laughs> there was a lot of random ass shit that came off the wall. I agree, but also like our collection
0: at home, like yeah, we were the library. probably went oh, to the yeah, library, we we home home to the library well, weekly. But
1: keep in mind, I was almost I was eight by the time we got a, yeah. a VCR player. Yeah. Like, by the time we had a way, before that was the reel to reel. Do you remember the reel to reel? No. We would. So, here's what we used to do, because this is a Christian way. I don't remember we'd this. We'd have story. a church event, and they would rent the reel-to-reel, and we'd keep it all week and watch real to reel movies. Mm. And, but we'd be like, yeah, it's we for won. the church event, we you won. know, and, 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 uh, on on yeah, on Saturday had, night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But we're sitting in but front all
0: week, all week we're we, watching we reel-to-reel films. Out. Yeah. Was that in the house on the hill? or No, that must
1: have been I mean, They may the have Blue rented house. it, but the, I remember it from the from Blue House. Wow, wow.
0: I, you're right. I completely forgot about that.
1: Yeah, so we started like it's funny because I feel like it's weird, like you know how you they describe someone with an old soul. I yeah. feel like when it comes to movies, yeah. I feel like I was Same born way. in like 1901, yeah. and I started watching Buster Keaton. I he started. I on. love. I have. I have uh,
0: uh, silent movies. I think yeah. they're terrific.
1: I well, see, and you know, this is something that me and Lydia discussed mm-hmm. a lot, and that is the fact that. Now we have, you've got special effects, you've got so Mm -hmm. much you can do. There's just a level of acting that's not, well, there's a new level that is kind of required, but there's a level of acting that we're not, you're never going to see again unless you go to a theater because, because of what it took to bring, you know, so, so something like, um, what's that, Cary Grant movie with, um, Arsenic and Old Days? Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, it's shot, it's set in one room, like, everything takes place. In one room, yep. you don't, you know, you don't have cars, you don't have traffic, you don't have anything you're interacting with. It's all with. there. It's you, that's it's on the true. Actor. It is. Yeah. Everything is on the actor. That to whole make movie that come is inside life. that
0: house. She does leave. His I mean, there, there are
1: moments, but I mean, it's not oh, at all. The majority of it yeah. is all inside. The, it's kind of like the honeymooners. If you took, I, I think if you took like probably fifty or sixty percent of actors today and gave them the same circumstances like that, they couldn't do They it. Well, Yeah. Well, I mean, just, that's why
0: that's why you hear people talk about how tough it is. To make it on SNL, like that's—I'm not saying it's the same, but there's similarities as far as a live or a live, audio, or yeah, a live set, brain, and all that. Mm-hmm. Like that's hard. That's hard work. So yeah, I I agree what with you.
1: you have is right here. You don't right. have like today. You know that there wasn't even the editing back then. Was taking <laughs> two pieces of film and putting a piece of tape <laughs> over. <them>. Yeah, <clears throat> that's it.
0: Mm-hmm. That was
1: all the editing you got. You didn't really get special effects. You know. No, it wasn't. No yeah, to make thing. it, and so. If you look at the original, so really what marks the original, like I'm going off on a team No, note, I want to hear this. What marks the beginning of sci-fi is 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea oh, I can't,
0: I can't wait. I'm waiting. They won't. Great antiqu- Why don't, they won't, won't they? Why won't they remake
1: it? They've remade everything else. The bu- like the budget for the machinery, so... The, mm. it just about destroyed Disney. Really? Yes. It I just didn't about, know this. If they hadn't made it, like if Twenty Thousand Leagues on the Sea hadn't made it. Well, it took them it took them till nineteen ninety one to, make no to actually make well to actually oh. make a theme park attraction for Twenty Thousand oh, Leagues on the okay, Sea. Okay. When they made it was open for four years before it closed really? because keeping the submarines it was primarily the air conditioning. There were so many wow. problems with the submarines when they were, because they're submerged. They're You're submerged. putting 10, 15 people in a wow. submersible vehicle, taking it under the I'd water. Lo- I'd
0: love to go on that ride. Oh, it's though.
1: beautiful. It was amazing. They had mermaids. They had, you know, it's Disney, yeah, so they, yeah, went they went all, all out. Oh, but it awesome. cost so much. They spent more money and more time with it in downtime. Well,
0: I think we may not be on the same track. I'm not talking about a ride, I'm talking about no, a remake. That's of why the I'm film. saying they took
1: them to a place where they were. Where they had They're the like money 20, in the bank, no, it took them until 1991. It went out in '57, mm-hmm. In '91 they were the place where they had the money to actually make an attraction for wow. it. Wow! Because that's how much it co- How much capital it costs.
2: Sheesh. It was that's the nuts. movie
1: itself. Um, I would, I would say the movie itself. Um, I'd have to look at inflation, I mean, but it would I mean, be. It it's probably over a billion dollars, and wow. what it technically cost them. So, so what happened? Do you
0: think it has to do with salaries too? Because I'm not saying they didn't have other big actors then, but that's a pretty stacked cast. You've got Kirk Douglas, Peter Lorre, and then
1: who's the ca- the captain?
0: Someone too, isn't he? I feel like well, he the captain someone.
1: is, uh, um, yeah, James Mason. Yeah, James. Well, Peter Lorre was. He was a good. He was a B-roll actor at yeah, the Yeah, but he was
0: showing up with Bogart here and there. Right. right. Multis um, Falcon and you had, uh, Casablanca. James Mason Those probably were before cost that, them weren't more they? than
1: anybody. Kirk Douglas was pretty young in that movie. Okay, so, so and he, it's he not, wasn't was quite... It, so where they spent a lot of money was when... So originally, Disney wanted the old diving suits. Yeah. Um, the ones with the grated glass mm-hmm. and the round tops. Well, so they had a company outfit them. They made them. They got to location in... They um, were shit... It wasn't the Bahamas. It was it was it was somewhere, somewhere in Hawaii. It was, No, 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 no. Oh, okay. No. So the deal here was one of the deals with Disney, as even at the time in '57, the waters of the ocean were so polluted, there were only a few oh, places they were able to actually shoot, shoot wow. and get the footage in the kind of cl- right. clarity that he wanted. Um, so they hauled out. It was somewhere. I want. It wasn't Bermuda. It was one of the island chains mm-hmm. down there. It was just way out in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. They get everybody there. Put the suits down. The suits have massive leaking issues. They can't shoot with them. So they had to pull everybody back. Then they completely redesigned the suits. So so now you've got
0: to fly or sail everyone back out of the location. You shuffle thousands or hundreds of people
1: maybe maybe just maybe 50. On, yeah, but I mean, you're talking boats, you're talking about yeah. lodging, you're talking so much, Sheesh, so much stuff. That's Food. a
0: catastrophe. Right, so they bring so everything start, back. I wonder if that was at the, the beginning to, of they shooting. They had to
1: redesign the suits. So they actually had an engineer design them. Wow. And what, it actually turned out better in Disney's yeah. opinion, a lot of people's opinion. So if you see the suits, the suits are... They Don't have any kind of a modern flair, but they really don't harken back to original. I love them. Here. I love them. Um, they are fin- they're really well done. They're different, they're their they're own not- thing. They are, yeah. Um, they're nothing I that would really-
0: say, I wouldn't say they're as iconic as flying monkeys, they, but I'd say they have that nostalgia of like when you see yeah, it, you know it's 20,000 years
1: the They're not something you would see, they're not something you'll ever see. You'll never yeah. go back in time and see a picture with these yeah. suits. And the idea is that. Nemo existed before mm-hmm. his time, he developed his own technology, mm-hmm. he developed everything, and this is what Nemo yeah. would have made, which is, is yeah. beautiful and I love it. its own way. So they had to design the suits, they get everybody back, they shoot that. That cost them the entire budget of the film, where, the, oh, where no just, those just, those. just
0: those scenes. And those are not seas. much of the movie. Cause no, that's like the
1: funeral, 15% of the movie.
0: It's the funeral, yeah. and what else?
1: the funeral, the hunting sequence. Yeah. There are a few um then you have all the submarine shots, which some of those are shot in different really? places. Okay. Um, some of those were shot on, the, on that look on the particular location we're talking about, some were shot in different places. Wow. like Volcania, I believe, is, is, is there's a small island off the coast of Hawaii. And that's I think where they that shot that. Was shot there for, for budget reasons. Yep. Which is why you'll notice the watercolor changes. It's different. Really? Had, <laughs> um so there were I think at least eleven of the um, they were eleven or fifteen foot. This is the remote control subs that you actually yeah. see the full subscale yeah. in the water. Um, those were all. They all existed for <clears throat> key purposes. There are a variety of colors, anywhere from like a rusty green mm-hmm. to bright color. Yeah, I remember the rusty. Yeah. Um, and the reason is because in different water, waters and different lighting, different. it all looks different. And so, wow. So you had to have one um, to make was, it
0: always look the same. Yeah. That's so crazy.
1: There was a lot gone into that. So then. You had the studio you had three <clears throat> three different doc sets of the actual ship itself wow. that were shot in the studio mm-hmm. um they were filming this the 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 you know they got the first one on the way then they're filming yep. the giant um the squid. squid sequence yeah. and it basically was a stuffed animal with just with <laughs> curtain or with a wire hanger stuck <laughs> through it awesome. and so you know you got net land and like it's just like boom, whack boom, whack boom, whack boom, boom, boom. you know <laughs> Disney walks in and they're filming this and he's like,
0: That's
1: shut not it wait. down. He's like, this He's wow. like, I need it to look real. And they built Damn. the actual, that piece, I believe that was like, so at this point, they're they're way out of budget. Cause they spent yeah, they their were entire already budget, done at the beginning. Right. They finished before they ever started. Right. Reverse. And, you know, at this point, it just starts to go beyond budget. And he's, he's like, this was our first film. Like, this was our first film film. Before this, he had done animations. And he had oh. done, like, he. Um, oh, what's the film that's illegal to watch now because it's racist? Um, <laughs> with a bluebird sitting on my shoulder. Blah, oh, blah, blah. Uncle whatever? Yeah, whatever. So, I mean, he had done stuff like that. Yeah. Um... And uh, this was his first is it actual. Is that Tom's Cabin, or is that the uh, yeah, movie? Yeah, I think that that's might
0: the be book. It. I think I don't know.
1: So this was their first action sci-fi movie. Um, so Walt was
0: just like, "Fuck this! Like, we're not doing any more of these." Probably. Yeah, yeah he was. Just,
1: <laughs> well, no, no, it wasn't so much that. It was just like, "This is what I want to do, and we're going to do it
0: right." Right. We have to do it right, no matter the expense. And,
1: yeah, and it didn't matter. And he, they just pushed all the envelopes, and wow. to be able to even pull, like, it's unimaginable. For the time. Like, to, to now, as a movie maker, like, for like for me, if I were, like, to make that, I, would, right. I wouldn't know where to start. I can't imagine. And I would so need it's a, kind I of... would want a $20 billion budget. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm serious, because I would need to build the Nautilus to scale, and then you yeah. go, are we going to just copy the old one, because it's beautiful and wonderful? Yeah. And how do I, there, if you watched it back today, there are a few things that could be better. The animated fish are terrible. Sure. But 90% of that movie, you it's couldn't impeccable. almost improve upon.
0: Yeah. Well, and you're... Besides just
1: a straight-out copy, there's not much you can do Yeah, it. It
0: Yeah. It would have to be Captain Nemo somehow survived and and he's still alive.
1: If I were going to do a sequel, I wouldn't do a sequel. I would do a Star Wars. And yes, so I guess it would be a prequel. I would cover the time from Captain Nemo... Uh, being captured in Switzerland, yeah. put into the slave trade, escaping with his men, and building something That's yeah, where yeah. I would go. That would, yeah, that'd be I would to try and remake 20,000. That's a good idea.
0: 60. So we should talk to Disney and, and let them know. But I'm, do you think it's kind of, do you think, right. I'll come back to what we were talking about earlier, but do you think it's kind of a black sheep kind of thing, or however you want to say it, like where you don't bring up 20,000 leagues around anyone, it's kind of like, we, we did that once, we're not going back there again. Like, that's the thing that we're not going to do. I, I that's don't, probably what it is over there? I just
1: don't think that it can be... <clears throat> it might be. I think most just, most of the I'm people just that looking, feel that
0: way, I think, are dead. I'm just looking... Yeah, I'm just looking at everything they've done. Like, what you go, why? Beauty doing the Beast, and, and,
1: I think and, because every time the, that, They're
0: going to do the Lion I, King.
1: Number one, I think it's money. And number two, I think it's any time anybody's been serious about it, they've looked at it and been like, other than an outright copy, what are we going to do? Yeah. Jules Verne yeah. didn't write... The book right. about Though James he Nemo's write, he life. Did, right, he he wrote the book the about the
0: submarine. Right, we already did that so shit.
1: So ultimately, I think if someone wants to remake it, they need to start with compiling fan fiction and building a oh, sequence. A starting with Nemo yeah. as a, a child physicist in Switzerland. Or, yeah, okay. And so he's a physicist, he's a Switzerland physicist because mm-hmm. he, he develops the ability to harness nuclear power because yep. that's what it is. Nuclear yeah. power mm-hmm. submarine. Um, so you start out with him. Find out what, why he was captured, who captured him. Yeah. Like it was a, a slaver. You know, we know that yeah. they were probably. They might have been British. They could have been any number yeah. of nationalities. Um, they killed his family, mm-hmm. trying his to life get and children his, to death. Yep. Uh, trying to get the information that mm-hmm. he had on child, not children. Um, yeah, trying to get his plans for nuclear reactors. Right, right. That's what they wanted. Um, though that would be great to explore.
0: But well, I don't
1: know, you know, why would why easy, would they not explore an that? easy one would be Nazis. I think that would be fun. The Nazis captured him. Yeah. Nazis, unfortunately, it's not the really right time exist. period. I yeah. know,
0: but it's science fiction. So. Yeah, yeah right. I mean, you
1: could, but the problem is, is he died before that even happened. Yeah.
0: <coughs> well, he could have time traveled. All right, <laughs> he died whatever. before
1: Hitler was born.
0: The, he, okay, so we're we're gonna come back to other subjects now. That's good though. I mean, that that is a movie that. I really love, so it was fun to talk about. Oh, my God. What I was going to get into was, what what movies do you remember us having at home? I remember The Sound of Music. Mm-hmm. I remember Gulliver's Travels, uh, the animated Aaron version. of Heavenly, and, just kill
1: me now. Oh, I love, I love it. And, and they remade me. it, and I was just like, well, no. see, like I said... Well, hang like, on, the last would, one,
0: though, was The Jungle Book. That's the only other... Well, but that was a live the action. The original yes. Jungle yes. Book. Yes,
1: That was borderline, though, because he was wearing... <laughs> he was like, running around in a loincloth. I know, we could see his boob. His, yes, like, his... his Manchester, Chesticles, yeah, <laughs> mm-hmm. it's a um, problem. Now I had, we had like it would be like, okay, someone's just gonna babysit you them is an Anne of Avonlea or mm-hmm. Anne of Green Gables for like <laughs> the next seven and a half hours. Like, <laughs> and, awesome. and I hear it, like when I heard, what's the new one called? Tales from Avonlea, or what's it's the Tales the, from Avonlea? But now Anne with an E is on Netflix. Anne with an E, like yeah. when I started seeing reruns for that, I got like it you was like flashbacks. a mixture <laughs> of PTSD and <laughs> just explosive vomiting <laughs> sessions. Like I so like, really I don't wrong. wanna. I, I loved, was, I loved yeah. Anne of Green Gables. I'm not, so I'm not bad. ashamed. That's because, that's because she was the only girl you got to see on a regular basis. It's
0: true. She definitely was.
1: You, I, you had a crush on her. Oh, 100%. I, mean, I, I follow her on Megan Instagram did. now. Oh, I like, Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh.
0: Megan follows. I follow Megan follows.
1: Wait, is that the actress?
0: Pretty sure, yeah, Is she Megan like Fo- 80 or something? Megan follows as Anne.
1: Yeah. Wait, is it the new one or the old one? Mm, no, Megan follows is. As... So she's like 50.
0: Yeah, well, she's up there.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Gross. Fuck you. All
0: right. So those were the movies. Do you remember any other movies besides those that we had? I don't remember well, anything else. We had this one movie about the go... KKK.
1: What? I don't know that we owned it. We watched <laughs> <know> it a... <laughs> on several occasions. I remember it because there was this black scene... and white, and there's yeah.
0: no, and it wasn't a talk movie. There's
1: no, yeah. It was. It didn't have any. That talking. was that
0: shit was scary. Wasn't yeah, it? they
1: push they push a girl off a cliff and break her neck. Oh my god, yes, I remember that. Yeah, and they hang like three people. Like, this is the shit we're watching. Our parents are like, nudity! No! <laughs> no. And I'm like, hanging people. Our, our yes. I've seen people hung. You know, I was like, okay. Okay, sure. I mean, that's a Christian way, though. Huh? It's like, huh? Don't look at a vagina, but you can watch somebody get eaten by a lion. Fine with that. No big deal. I yeah. wonder why he's a serial killer <laughs> who doesn't like vaginas. <laughs> what do you know?
0: But yeah, I, I I forgot about that. I do remember that. And then I feel like we ended up owning the sackets at one point because we had scenes we had scenes cut. No? Did we steal
1: it? Yeah, but that was later on.
0: Yeah. But we that were, was still in the end. We were
1: still cutting shit out of out of out of videos in Arnold.
0: Really? We were? Yes. Like what? We were still erasing So let me hang on, let me let me break that down really quick. Yeah. So there would be scenes that were inappropriate. Inappropriate. Inappropri- but by the way, this was a Something that, that was inappropriate to us was something that was in a is that a spaghetti western? Is that what that's called? Am I you know, saying lots that right? Of spaghetti Yeah. 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 Seventies spaghetti sh- western. That's what how do yeah, how is there something inappropriate in there? Yeah. There's hookers. It's it's the seven it's the seventies and it's a western that was made in the seventies, and you have Tom Selleck. There's gonna be hookers. It's just what it's mm-hmm. how it's gonna go. Hookers. Mm. Not related to Bob. So what the fuck? Yeah, that guy. But that's uh but that's what it was. Like we would we would they would record like we would, it was VHS just, and we would well, record over those moments. Yeah, but you so just bad recorded, stuff wouldn't right, be. Right. You would just record you recorded static. fuzz, yeah. Uh-huh. So
1: you would just essentially it was it was the same as holding a magnet to it, which you could do mm-hmm. as well. Yeah. Which would just so you'd be like Hey, you hooded. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <It's> <laughs> that was it. Yeah. And that was he it. just
0: cut where the woman was, right? That, that
1: had or, her breasts. Or a curse word. Yeah, or yeah, like, yeah, And in some cases, it wasn't curse words. It was just like. um. Oh, it was probably barroom dancing. Everything. Yeah, stuff oh, like yeah.
0: that. Yeah. Like, I remember fast forwarding. I remember fast forwarding Pete's Dragon. When she's in the bar dancing, because she's dancing on the bar, on the bar she pulls with her the, skirt up, yeah, you can, you can see, see like, her knees. You can,
1: see, can you see the knee? Yes. Oh, well, I just thought it was the cat. <laughs> just the ankle. And the um. Calf. Well, she <laughs> was wearing ankle me. boots, yeah, so yeah, you couldn't true. see her ankle. <laughs> That's anyway. true. Um. So maybe you could see her. Well, like she's wearing a petticoat, mm-hmm. so I mean, you know, you can only see up to about here. You couldn't see shit. But it's provocative and loose. Well, and she's
0: dancing. In a, I remember she's dancing in a bar. Like that was a big problem. Uh, like dancing she's in a bar, drink where people drink alcohol mm-hmm. so
1: mm, alcohol and here we are <laughs> well that's <laughs> many years later it's like mrs stefan really really helped me with the alcohol thing and it's a, like people who even claim to not consume alcohol consume alcohol in so many different ways
0: nyquil they
1: have no idea well, frankly it's better off to have a glass of whiskey in a lot of ways than drink a bottle of
0: nyquil, NyQuil absolutely i'm telling you <laughs> if i i i now like i know i'm an alcoholic whatever fuck it but I'll go when I'm sick. When I feel something coming, I go get. If I don't have regular Jack Daniels in the fridge, I go get Jack Daniels, and that's what I have it. I have a shot
1: of that. Uh, according to Father, uh, it actually doesn't help you get well. And I mean, really? he had sources. It's not for me. It's not. It doesn't help me get like I. I'm Excuse not me. worried about getting well. If I've got a sore throat or like I have a canker sore, yeah. I just want to numb the goddamn throat. Right. Yeah. Like if I can, if I can take a couple of sips of something and then just power through it. Yeah. As opposed to, and lidocaine's not good for you, shit doesn't last anyway.
0: No, it wears off.
1: So anyway, yeah, no, that's how you feel about that. But Anyways. Yeah, it's a mess. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it, it is a mess. So, uh, growing up, I wouldn't, I mean, I know a lot of people that moved around a lot more than we did, but I would say, I would put us in the category of we moved around a lot because
1: we didn't, you know, we... What's, you know, I was thinking about this the other day. Huh. We moved around a lot. We had a better world view, I would say, than at least 85% of most of the kids I grew up with.
0: Why would you? I don't disagree. Why would you say that?
1: Just because we knew that there was something beyond this, like, 75 this people, tiny this 85 town. people. Yeah. yeah. We knew there was something else out there. We yeah. knew there was a world that existed beyond mm-hmm. us, but at the same time, we didn't.
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly. so weird. That's surreal, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah.
1: Because it was like we know the world, we know there's something like I mean there are there are so many children you could go to an IFB run school mm-hmm. and you could just name the first country that comes to your mind and they would not they wouldn't know if you're talking about a bag of potato chips. or Yeah,
0: what. that's true. That's they have true. no
1: idea. Yep. They don't yep. know what's out there. Um, in fact, there are. A lot of, I just saw an amazing sign the other day, and it said Donald Trump has made America the best um, country in this nation. <laughs>
0: Serious, and that sounds
1: like something you'd hear in a Baptist school. It definitely, yeah. Be. yeah, yeah, yeah. And they wouldn't even know. Jack
0: House is the greatest world leader ever. Like world, yeah. what? Yeah, no. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, dude, a lot of a lot of uh, a lot of craziness. A lot of and and again, I I'll say this. I've said it before, and I I'll say it many times. I'm sure. I feel like <clears throat> the culture we grew up in was a lot easier on and easier for guys. Than it was for girls. It well, just, yeah, because it, really it
1: was... was. It, so, and that's the so funny because we, we hearken back, and I say so many times in my podcast, you know, um, that what we lived in was very, like, 1950s America. Well, that's because when it was... In, when it was thought up, it came it from Jack Hiles yeah. in the 1950s. Yeah, exactly. So his pattern after his day-to-day mm-hmm. life in the yeah. 1950s, and that's what everybody What did. he wore, what you, he drank, yeah, where he wore went. You what you wore, you got up, you went to work, you came home, you put your feet up, you, your There's a did song
0: called Little Boxes. I think it's called Little Boxes. And it's, and it's about all those homes that went up, I want to say 40s and 50s, um, when it was just all these, all these subdivisions started springing up, and all the houses looked the same, mm-hmm. and all the people looked the same. Went to the university, something like that. Like it's just like everyone had the same cookie cutter life in the picket fence. And while I think that's a great bit of nostalgia, and that's a great, <clears throat> I'm not saying it's a great time period because there's a lot of oppression going on, a lot of things wrong, and a lot of progression not happening until the '70s and '80s, but. I and again I wasn't alive then, so I, I can't really speak with great
1: uh, Well, knowledge we kind on of it. were because we kinda yeah, lived, kind of lived, lived in theater. Yes, but I wasn't
0: so. literally there. So yeah. my but my thought is like yeah, it's nice to hearken back to that and think of that as a as an interesting time or
1: history. I don't think so, because what I, no, I, when t- I But not back, to live by it. Not right. to live
0: by it. To, yeah. to look at it as, like, oh, there was an interesting time, and, and that was if, cool I, stuff. That's a, but, I
1: think that's a problem, is I've gotten to a place where I don't even look at it as a cool... I don't look yeah. back with nostalgia anymore. I look <clears> back with a little bit of disdain. Yeah, like, 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 what the fuck? how can you treat your fellow people? Hey, mm-hmm. Okay, you go back to the 50s. I mean, black yeah. people were still drinking out of different water fountains. That's
0: true. You're right. You're right. I
1: don't look back in at any part of the 1950s and... Like it's cute, and the re- I think the reason we looked at it that way is because everybody kind of wore a shirt and tie back then, yeah. Absolutely. And that was our day-to-day guard was, as yeah. Christians, yeah. as whatever we were. <clears throat> yep. And I think that was a big part of it was just the visual similarity, and we looked back and we're like, "Well, they dress like we are, and we are perfect, so it must have been perfect." Been, yeah, that's a good that's um, a good point. And I look back at those times now, and I'm like, yeah. yeah that's and also, great. you know, I mean, just to get into a ph- philosophical level, yeah. like society has a way of like eating itself up yeah it's really hard on people yeah and the whole cookie cutter cookie cutter is really bad because what happens is that's a good life for one of those people
0: right but, but when you try to copy and paste it for like everyone everybody. no yeah. we're all different then
1: you wind up working your butt off trying to again it's kind of keeping up with the yeah, changes or whatever you're trying to you're be like, like joe Blow next door you're not enjoying but you're not living yourself. your
0: own life you have to live your own life and figure yeah. out your own shit yeah. Yeah. No, that's that's absolutely that's absolutely I, that's I, absolutely I right. find that
1: very frustrating with society. I find it frustrating when people um emulate or adopt mindsets that are destructive to their own like it's like, okay, I'm not a morning person. Yeah, I'm not, not gonna me pretend to be. So I'm not gonna go down to the T V station and get a job as a morning host who has to be there at three o'clock in the morning. Right. I would I'd kill myself in
0: the kill someone.
1: Yeah. <laughs> But there yeah. are plenty of people who do exactly that. That's their that. thing. They do great. Well, no, I'm saying there are plenty of people who, who are who are my way, but then try and oh, do oh, it that okay. way. Yeah. Yeah. And they're miserable as fuck. And You're trying to kids. force they yourself. They take it out on the wife. They take it out on their friends. Yep. They're drinking themselves to sleep uh-huh. three nights a week, well, five nights a week. Speaking of which. Uh, and this is like, again, like, at the same time, okay, you know what? We're talking about, like, being an alcoholic. Yeah. Yeah. According to Google, if you have fifteen drinks, it's one and a half ounces of alcohol, or fifteen drinks a, beer. a week. Fifteen drinks of beer. Uh, uh, fifteen drinks 15, a week. Yeah, you're drunk right now. <laughs> 15,
0: <laughs> fifteen drinks. 15 a drinks week. I'm
1: out. Yeah, fifteen <laughs> drinks. So, well, beer. this is the second night this week I've been like, all right, woof. all right. Um, so <laughs> yeah, fifteen a drinks a week. You're an alcoholic, but yeah. that is. Uh, assuming that what they're saying, like that's for me, it, that's endless, like, the like the entire year, year yeah, that's or like for several next, years, or the yeah, rest of your life, yeah. You're 15 mm-hmm. drinks a week. Well, I might drink half a bottle of scotch if I have a bad week because you know, yeah. we're entrepreneurs, mm-hmm. you know, it's it gets to you, um, but Every day. I can <laughs> go months without even touching it, yeah, anything, exactly, you know. But you're so, an alcoholic,
0: but I'm an alcoholic according <laughs> to Google, thanks, Google. Um, and I, and I guess on that subject, I think what was a funny thing for me. And it wasn't so much growing, it was, it was becoming an adult and kind of finding finding my way to who I to who I was going to be and what I was, how I was going to live my life. Before I started drinking any alcohol, I had lots of friends. I got a job out here in California, um, and a lot of them drank. Like we, I actually worked at a startup where we would have, uh, I think it was Thursdays, we would have what they call a team huddle. And, they'd, and no one was getting drunk, but they had beer. They would yeah. have beer at the team huddle. And wow. what was funny was I had bought, I have it right here. I had bought this during Hurricane Katrina from American Eagle uh, to support uh, yeah, whatever. Yeah, but this is a, it looks like a key, but it's actually a bottle opener. I don't know if you can see that. But what was funny was, I was the, I mean, other people I'm sure have bottle openers, but like I was the one girl, at eight and one girl, I was the one guy. The girl, <laughs> the girl in HR, Marissa knew she could come to me for a bottle opener anytime, and I was the only person there that didn't drink. I bought it because I thought it was cool, but I didn't even drink. That's so crazy. I know, it's something else. But.
1: Irony.
0: Let me finish. No, finish. But, Please. uh. I would tell them that, and I, I feel like Grandpa Hardy was, I don't know if he was an alcoholic, but I know he, we know he drank a
1: lot. He was He, was a, pretending
0: he had like a beer a day, and we're like, yeah, well, Grandpa's
2: oh, no, oh, oh, he's oh, gonna die.
1: Jesus. And the, literally, the doctor was like, dude, have a beer today. Because he and was just like hurt. daddy. He's yeah. like, oh! "Come exactly. on!" like, he you can fucking like, chill out. Would, yeah, well, yeah. we're the same way, you know. Like, yeah, we have, like, no, all We're like, of... like, totally chill, and one, like, just the right trigger gets pushed, mm-hmm. and we're like, up to like 9,000. Yeah, exactly. 000. Just like.
0: Uh, 100%. It just goes straight up to the So beer, I would beer. tell, so these friends would be drinking, and, you know, they wouldn't, there was never, they were always really nice about it. They were never like, hey, man, why, what the fuck is your problem? You I'm just like, hey, you gotta have a beer? I'm like, no, you know, I'm not going to, and. And my my contention was always, because I drink a lot, all the time. I'm always drinking something. In fact, I usually drink about a gallon of water a day. Ooh. Yeah, I'm super cool like that. Totally awesome. You're I'm so hero. awesome. But... I
1: want to have clear pee, like we, you.
0: <laughs> it's pretty cool. You should try it. <laughs> the clear pee life is the best life. So, you heard it first here on Not Your Mother's <laughs> Podcast. But I remember telling them, like, because I'm always drinking something... I'm I'm sure that one drink of beer, I'm going to be an alcoholic. Like, that's just what's going to happen to me. And that's not really a reality. Like, that's not how things work. I'm not saying yeah people don't have a propensity for it. I'm not saying there's no such thing as a disease. I'm not saying any of that. I'm just saying, like, just no. because you think that because the way you were raised and what you were taught growing up says that one drink of alcohol, and alcoholic, makes, you, you know, you become an alcoholic because of that. That's not. That's not the there case. There
1: are cur- there are certain personality traits that lend themselves mm-hmm. to dependencies. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, those are the that's people who well can said. become dependent on any anything. It's
0: not things. necessarily alcohol.
1: Yeah, and and some people are more likely. Again, like it, again, I don't have all the research, but I'm sure. assuming like chemically, some people are geared, or could be. Like there are some people who can take a drink of alcohol and it not be a problem, and right. and they could become addicted to something else. Right, exactly. You know? So, but I mean, it's We're a all matter, different. like it's a matter of regulation and it's a matter of a healthy yeah. outlook, which again, civilization's not very good at helping people with a healthy not, outlook. Not regulating According that. to civilization, there are like 93 things you need and, and nobody gives a shit how you get them. Exactly. Yeah. If you destroy your health, your mental health or your yep. physical health, getting and it. Just to get you know, ahead in business. There's, there's nothing that says yeah. that's a bad thing.
0: No, there's not. There's not. No. And anyway. we live, and, and working, doing entrepreneur work, we kind of live in that world <laughs> okay. a lot. Where it's like when you hustle your ass off and you do whatever you can to get ahead. And honestly, I'm I'm currently in a place where that's sometimes I feel like, like man, like yeah, I feel like I got ahead for business or 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 like in the business world or you sacrifice in, too much of yourself. But I've sacrificed a lot of myself. And that's to get where there. like you've gotta to draw tough. you have to
1: draw a hard line in the sand with your clients. Mm-hmm. And you have to be like, This is what my life and that's what I the last couple of years of my life have been learning, like if someone calls me they don't get the going rate.
2: Yeah. They
1: get what they get at that point in right. time. At that point in me. time, I'm on my way to a, to a family event or to do something. There is a price at which it's okay when, where everyone's all right, where right. We're all in an emotionally stable position yeah. to say, you want to pay me $200,000 to do X, Y, Z? Yeah. <laughs> it's cool. okay for me to drop what I'm doing. Right. But you know, right now, you're I'm... not going to get it for $10 an hour. Right. Exactly. And, uh, you know, then they can go down the road to the competitor. Yeah, exactly. Like, but it's not a, worth it. Right, but there's a problem in the kind of the hustle genre Yeah, that's just, you know, um, yeah, okay, like just like Father. Have you seen that movie It just came out? Um, no, they're the it's, a, it's your typical movie about an executive, someone in an executive level position, right. working their ass off, ignores their family, right. and then realizes when the, they're like 35, they suddenly regret it. Well, what they really don't, sh- first of all, what they don't show is they don't show someone being groomed by society to be a sociopath.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: They don't show that. Then they don't show the fact that once you, because I've been there. I think yeah. we've both been yeah, there. Yeah, absolutely. You get to a place where you're willing to just say, screw everything that yeah. I love, screw screw my whatever my morality yeah. or my mm-hmm. own compass is, screw my life. Screw I'm my like, needs. Yeah, I'm just going to go as flat a human. Out. Yeah, it yeah. doesn't matter what I need. Yeah. Um, and then you're just going for that dollar, and now you've completely forgotten what they don't and show. What, is and that's what
0: executives prey on. That's what they right. look for: someone that's a company man.
1: Right. And so what they don't show is when you come to a place when you're not a psychopath, mm-hmm. you've learned sociopathy. Sociopathy. I don't think that's a word. Sociopathy. That's. I don't it know. <laughs> that is a word.
0: Okay. <laughs>
1: I believe you. Sociopath. 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 Give it up. <laughs> <laughs> You have learned to become you've become a successful sociopath. Mm-hmm. They do not show after you have that moment of realization the fact that you can't go back to the job that you have. Yeah. And that most people who have learned to be a sociopath don't have any money. No, because you're not when you're taught sociopathy. That's there sociopathy you go. You're not taught like how to handle your money and oftentimes you're spending your money Trying to, Make you know, money. you know what's interesting is in the kid. Yes, um, I love that movie. When he's like, he gives his dad a check for a moving van instead of going and helping him move. Yeah, yeah. They what That's they a great don't. Example. What it looks like is he's got money to spare, but the reality is, is when you're not a psychopath and you spend your life trying to be a sociopath, mm-hmm. you use your money instead of your time, which means at the end of that road, there's no money. There's no money left. Yeah, yeah. Because you're spending and, your money because you don't have time. And
0: there's also no time.
1: Yeah. Well, and then when you get done, so this is where I my, my conclusion that I hit when I was mm-hmm. in sales with the Ben's Warehouse yeah. and I made more money than I ever made in my life. Right. Gave most of it to the church because <laughs> I was trying to get a Good honestly times. I was trying to get a wife. I wanted yeah. to get that's why I believed was going to get were me a wife. Into was, that. Yeah. Right. Um, I wanted a girl. Um, sure. The reality is all I had to do was go down to the bar on a Friday night for there a couple of times. Well, I, I mean, I don't, I, don't know. I would have found self, I would have found I would have found more than I was ever yeah, going to get
0: better. as a church that's for damn sure
1: And even an STD would have brought me closer to a lot of people <laughs> that have been worthwhile for me meeting than, This is a than true the church. Um but when when I was in that when I came to that place it's yeah. that beautiful moment that all these movies in Hollywood have preyed on our emotions right with. That are just, oh my god, and they figured it out, and they realize their family's good, and like Family Man with yeah. Nicholas Cage, yeah. what they don't show is you <coughs> cannot turn around and go back to that job. You can, but you won't be successful. And
0: we'll, it won't work for you anymore, yeah.
1: Yeah, and, yeah so, and, but that's and, the end of, you know, that's the, that's the... you're a goddamn... Flat broke. Yeah. Because you've spent all of your you're money fucked. denying your emotions and that's, that entire time. It's a fun Hollywood story,
0: but like at the end of it was oh, George Bailey like for years. all that shit. It's, it's once you get to the I like what you're saying because that's the end of the movie. Right. And that's and that's Western a culture part. in America, that's what we know is like, oh man, he finally figured out good for him. And then you walk out of the movie theater and you go back to your day to day life. Right. And you don't realize well, if you try that shit. You can do it. It's doable. Yeah, you're but gonna like, be homeless. But yeah, but yeah, like all the fallout yeah. afterwards is like, oh the, fuck.
1: The fallout This is, is why there's no
0: more of the movie when after That's that why resolution not, happens.
1: Because you go, Oh, he was successful, he had money, he must be they must be fine. You know, you watch Just Like Father, you assume you know, her it, it's a complicated it's a somewhat complex. I appreciate the complexity yeah. of the um plot. Yeah. But um you assume she's got a lot of money, but the reality is According to what according to reality right is that she doesn't have money because she spent her money fixing her emotions right and when I say fixing them, I mean these people don't go to therapy no, no. you know when you're when you're learning <coughs> to be a sociopath, you don't go, I have a problem
0: mm-hmm. you go you go buy um, things you or,
1: buy you buy yeah. shit, I mean for me, when I was working, oh my God, I spent so much money on food, I just yeah. spent money driving places i didn't need to go i'd spend money on on anything in fact i was making one week and made almost three grand in a week yeah i was regularly overdrafting my account no shit wow that's unreal damn i have never made that much money before after in my life yeah and i have not dealt with overdrafts
0: that's crazy and you think it's just because of that whole mindset? Of, it's because
1: of, of that because you're de- constantly denying yourself. So at every yeah. turn where you don't have to deny yourself, you immediately indulge any part of yourself that's possible that yeah. can be possibly indulged. Yeah,
0: that's a good point. Damn. Which
1: that's means crazy. you're spending every dime.
0: Yeah, you're just and more, you're, sp- more you're, spending what you're, you're spending it to spend it. You're not spending it for a benefit. I
1: went you're to the bank it. to get a line of credit to buy another car, and they were looking at my debt to income because <laughs> my my income yeah. was insane and right, my debt was right. nothing. Yeah. I mean, other than, like, the $89 overdraft Right, right. And they're just like, but because of my record, because it wasn't You're holding any of my yet. money, they couldn't loan me any money. They're like, Damn. you have insane debt to income. We don't even understand it. There's no <laughs> way they can loan you to die. Because I had never paid them back.
0: No. <laughs> well, <laughs> you know? here's, here's a question for you on a, uh, on a different subject, or similar still. If you, want, if you feel comfortable talking about it, if not, I can talk about mine a little bit. But do you have a moment... Because we were both raised in the IFB, do you have a moment or maybe a time period that you can look to and say, "This was when you know I realized something was off"? Or this because we're so in, we were indoctrinated from birth, both of us. And again, I'm not saying that against our parents. I'm I think saying the first we
1: time I took all of my money to the church and gave it to them, I, I felt like it wasn't right.
0: What? You, how much money are we talking about?
1: seven dollars in the piggy bank yeah yeah, yeah. i I know i was five or
0: six when you were when you were an adult when you were a child
1: five or six years old oh really and then after that the next time i felt like something was like really wrong with our family Mm -hmm. i went at gummy snacks on my lunch yeah and i went upstairs and i know i didn't say like i didn't complain it wasn't i didn't take it out on anybody yeah but okay so i mean what We literally at one point we were digging through a dumpster. Yeah, all these dumpsters in Plymouth. Yeah, I remember. Um, And that's how we packed our lunches. Yep. And one night I went
0: upstairs, and because like. And by the way, I wanna I wanna make this statement, and this isn't against. This is this is just to to clarify that. I'm pretty sure when we were digging through a dumpster, my dad was not only pastoring, he was also working a full time job. Full time. Full time job at Grand Rental Station. Right. That guy's working his ass off, and we still weren't able to make ends meet. Right. Because he was a pastor. Because church. Yeah. yeah. Anyways, I just wanna. I'm well, not and, diminishing that. i just whatever
1: saying. expenses due to church always church came first. Yeah, like the exactly. Money, the, thing the, that happened the buses,
0: to came first. the bus promotion, going out, winning, the gas for every event, and like,
1: for your family, every
0: exactly. Night. And it, I don't blame that on my dad. I blame that on the institution. Right. It's a
1: mess. But um, we were packing lunches. Ha-ha. I don't know. I Was six, seven years old. We were all packing lunches. Mm-hmm. I I didn't want a fancy lunch. I didn't want anything special. Yeah. I just wanted to not, like, when I, I was so embarrassed yeah. at school because of what my lunch was. Yeah, when you
0: opened up your lunch and you had the poor kid's lunch.
1: Exactly. And they didn't. And I just went upstairs and I cried and I was like, what's wrong Damn. with our family? Like, why? And I just put my head in the carpet and I just, I ball. Mm, I mean, i yeah. oh, like hours Yeah, life. yeah. I was probably like, but, you know, I just cried and cried and cried. And I, those are the moments when I was, like, you know, beyond that, I think I just got numb after a while. Yeah. But know. early on, those were the first few moments where I was just, like, this, like, we're not living like everyone else. Yeah.
0: This isn't normal.
1: Yeah, this wasn't normal. And then, like, yeah. you get to a place where you become numb to reality.
0: You, well, you have you, to. You, like, in numb, order to you function.
1: Normalize.
0: Yeah, well, and I think in order to function, in order to not have those breakdown moments, in yeah. order to um, be able to tell yourself that everything's okay or you're you're somehow normal, you have to, like you said, normalize it. You have to tell yourself, "Look, this is my normal, so it's okay somehow."
1: Um, I'm not. I mean, I'm selfish a little. I think we're. I think we're, we're
0: all kind of innately selfish.
1: selfish. But you should. There's here's the problem. We we're taught selfishness is wrong. Selfishness is great. Selfishness is just
0: self preservation. My big, my big problem with that teaching is that you, you can pretend to take care of other people without taking care of yourself, but you can never really take care with of other, other people, people without without care. yourself being taken care yeah. of.
1: Well, and here's the problem: is that what was happening was those people were pretending to take care of other people and yeah. only taking care of themselves.
0: E- exactly, like all oh, the You're priest, the, the
1: priest thing that's going on in Pennsylvania yeah, right
0: now. Yeah. Oh my God.
1: Um. So. You know, there's so much there, but, um, what were we just talking
0: Um. (laughs) about? selfishness is not necessarily yeah, a bad so, thing.
1: No, selfishness is very good. It's just self-preservation. And yeah. you've got... There are certain things you need mentally to function, physically yeah. to function. And if those things aren't in place, you'll never be a good role model. You'll never be good to take care you're of your You're not going to be a good human. Yeah, you're not going to be a decent person. Yeah. So you've got to cover those bases. And we were taught to constantly forgive that. Mm-hmm. I know where I wanted to go with some of that huh. was I systematically gave all of my money to the church at, at yeah. stages. I would so when we go to pastor school, Daddy mm. would like give us money.
2: Yeah.
1: You know what i do with it? Like You'd a, put it and then the minute they pass the offering plate, I put it. All it. In there. Daddy wow. would get mad at me because he's like, I gave that so you could you know you can buy food, food and blah and yeah. blah blah blah. <laughs> and so he's mad at me because I just did what I thought was well, the most was the right excellent thing. thing that I yeah. could do. Yeah. Damn. And now I'm supremely conflicted and now I feel bad. And now he's not eating the food he should be eating because he's having to pay for my and meals food, yeah. because I took the money for my <clears> food and put it in the offering yeah. plate because I'm trying to help God. Yeah, how do you deal with that how do you even like how do you even approach that that?
0: yeah that's crazy
1: and that's been like that was my life until what maybe 25 years old like just giving shit to the church Mm -hmm. because it's all we were taught give shit to the church and And you know it's and 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 it's all gonna work out this is a wonderful analogy. Cast your bread, bread upon the water. And, and return, how is it? I don't know. How many, like, I don't tenfold Ten or whatever. Well, one, yeah. well, here's the problem with that. It does, but it's all soggy and shit. You can't <laughs> do anything with it. Yeah, it comes
0: bobbing on the It literally does.
1: Like, have you ever put bread in the goddamn water? There's it nothing expands. you can do with <laughs> it at <laughs> that bread. point. And that's, that's yeah. exactly what it's like to you. Giving your money to the church is the same thing. as throwing bread, bread in the water. The water You're yeah. not going to make a sandwich out of it. You can't put it in a toaster. It looks a It looks a lot bigger. Oh, it looks a shitload <laughs> bigger, but it does nobody any good. Yeah.
0: No, that's a good point. That's a good point. Um, that's just interesting, though, to me to kind of, I like to hear where people kind of made their departure or had those thoughts of like,
1: well, something's not
0: right, you know, something's not. I mean, my initial, gonna, like,
1: my separation came yeah. when I was the music director for uh, Blessed Hope Baptist Church. Hmm. And I was taking prescription drugs,
2: yeah,
1: which was stronger than probably the illegal medication. I would have been doing a better job right. for me and worse for my body. Right. Um, I'm taking prescription drugs, and I was leading the music like just high as fuck every Damn. morning. And one Sunday morning, I got up and I had like I was having a particular bad day. Um, you know, to realize I shouldn't have been getting up at seven yeah. o'clock to go do all that bullshit because no. it didn't matter anyway. You know, I'm pushing my body and I'm tired. I was spending I was spending most of my productive time in church doing things that really didn't matter and that weren't yeah. helping anybody. Yeah. Certainly weren't helping me
0: at all. Not at all.
1: Because I thought that God would heal me or you know what I mean? Just, right, right. You pay into you're it. Relying take care on. Of you. It's this whole faith bullshit. Yep. Faith is faith is absolute garbage. You don't need <laughs> faith. Get on your own goddamn feet and fucking go do something. Faith can kiss everybody's ass. It should. Like, faith is just. I don't like. I when I see a goddamn faith. I.
0: I think okay. So I I want to meet what you're saying. Not meet it, but like meet it out with a little bit of my perspective, which is your our idea of faith is is a it's an absolute idea. It's not. Having, like you said, understanding it's self worth—it's yeah. not confidence, but a lot of people see faith that way. Yeah, I the understand. way we see faith and the way we came up is faith is like you take, like you said, you take all your money and give it to the church. You take all of your thoughts and feelings and aspirations, and you give them to God, and you say, God, do whatever you want with it. That's what faith, faith is—just right. taking all that you are and that you own no, faith and is giving it to god
1: a, a car with an empty gas tank yeah. to the place where it runs out of gas and being like i don't understand why god didn't take care of me exactly. but you're
0: a freaking idiot you're a fucking moron like yeah.
1: there's no like and that's insane. I just want to i just
0: want to make yeah, that perspective most, understood so it's not like people, when you say faith it's not like hey have faith in yourself or yeah. have faith that people are good or whatever it right. is it's no, more most, of this absolute faith in someone that you have well, no uh, contact with
1: yeah I th- faith is harmful and i mean yeah nice i
0: have no um, idea
1: if people haven't <laughs> figured that out i mean i think they're gonna mm-hmm. but um anyway so my departure came when i, I was just supremely high on oxycodone yeah which okay were completely legal and being given yeah. to me in, in bucket Good times by a doctor yep. which is amazing isn't it um and i had do. taken a handful of them and gotten up and i because i was just like i was really <sighs> peaked because i mean it was like oh come on like shitty singing bad piano yeah, you name yeah. it you like, needed to be when high you're for that. physically in pain yeah and you're yeah, a musician you were... yeah. and like you're like nah! it's just yeah. like it's like nails on a fucking chalkboard yeah. but like then amplified and like i could do that. but anyway so you're dealing with all of this yeah um i'm a neat freak i am super organized yeah. and like the pastor doesn't show up on time for the service. The service starts fifty. You know, all this shit yeah. is just like ruining Building my up. life.
2: Yeah.
1: And so I'm high as fuck. I get up. I'm leading the singing, and I'm just completely departed from me. You're not even People there. People could call it. A, you could call it an out of body experience, whatever the hell you want. Yeah. I believe that in some ways we can be multidimensional beings, although I don't like. I, think, I believe in multiple dimensions. I don't believe in heaven and hell, and I don't believe. But that,
0: I, th- I think here's here's a theory from a from an absolute crackhead or a man who was steve I don't know his his actual name, but Steve-O has said he's done the guy's done incredible amounts of drugs and he has said that you know you see when you do a lot of drugs you see things that you don't see normally. And yeah, you're hallucinating. I'm not taking away from all that, but like mm. he's his his thought and he's done he has a lot of experience with drugs. His thought is that drugs of some types of drugs Break down the barriers that we have between dimensions. And that's how you see those other things. I mean, I can, I'm
1: not saying he's I right or wrong. See some of that. I'm
0: saying I like that thought.
1: I, I do like that thought. I have an active imagination. It is mm-hmm. not hard. Some people, though, um, are just capable of visualizing. So when mm-hmm. I when I make a pattern, I'm making clothing, you know, I can see in, yeah. multi, in more than one dimension. I'm seeing a yeah. three or fourth dimension. Yeah. Um, and likewise with, with other types of creators, mm-hmm. right? Um, and so it's not, I'm not sure where I was going with that, yeah. but I mean, well, seeing so other, it's not. Okay, but what happened to like, you that day so, when you well, were there right, singing? So when I'm saying I can see more than one dimension, like, I can, like, in my mind. Right, you can, I can visualize it. I can walk away from myself, mm-hmm. and just like a drone, I can do 360 degrees around my head and just about see everything. Yeah. Anything that I've seen in my peripheral or I've seen previously. Right. I can it's picture there. in place. All right, okay, right. Okay. So I was saying about like yes. being able to get outside of your own head and look around. And yeah. I mean, some people can't. Can you see yourself from another perspective? I, there have been, <laughs> I've to? had
0: moments, but right. I haven't practiced it. Yeah. Like, I've had moments I, where I, I felt it, but to practice it, I haven't actively
1: practiced that's it. That's what I kind of consider meditation. I do a lot of meditation. Yeah. Which well, got me out of, which tickled me off of being dependent from
0: it. Really? Yeah wow that's very i didn't know that's about yeah. you that's very interesting
1: yeah i was dependent and then i knew you
0: were dependent as far as you're saying on on uh, oxycodone on, yeah. oxycodone Extremely and, dependent. You're, and you're well, saying what that,
1: happens is you get to a place where you are not where like i, I have physical pain and i wasn't yes, physical I pain but you get to a place where you're used to being numb to the pain yeah and you begin to freak out about what happens if you ever feel the pain again. Right.
0: It's not the pain it's itself. It's the anticipation of feeling the pain. Yeah.
1: And when you're wow. on heavy medication and you actually have physical pain, when the medication wears off, it's a very stark moment. I can um, imagine. Moment. It's not, it isn't pretty at all. And so that fear is there for a very good reason. Right. Um, it's warning you. Right. But, I mean, you you've got to get to there's some pain. Like, there's some pain you have to live with. There's some pain. Yeah. That heals, and the pain that doesn't heal, you gotta learn how to live Fuck, that's with. That's anyway, tough. Any, anyway, so yeah, so I, leading singing. I'm leading singing. I had had like 4 ox—I don't know how many milligrams up they were, but it, yeah. was, it was it was enough. Plenty. It was too much. And I mean, I was just boom, and I got up there, and I was like, "I'm leading. I mean, I'm leading singing. Right. This guy's gonna preach. They're gonna take an offering. You know, what I mean, it's just it's just this yeah, rotation, it's the motions. And I'm like, nothing matters. Mm-hmm. nobody in this audience every the only thing they care about is that i'm in my place yep and i'm doing a good job mm-hmm. and i'm fucking high as a kite and if i were up here on amphetamines or an illegal thing and they knew they'd be horrified they would be terrible they know that i'm up here legally high as fuck on medication yeah. and nobody cares no one
0: cares because you're Just, in your place doing your right.
1: thing nobody cares so none of it mattered and that's when I realized, you you remember hearing all these evangelists, I was on the platform and six million people, and that's yes. when I realized I wasn't saved. And I'm like, yes. Yes. I should be realizing I'm not saved right now, but I'm right. like, I'm realizing it this is matter. a bunch of fucking bullshit.
0: bullshit. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And that's a, that's, I went, I got How did the so, rest of your day go? Oh, I couldn't stand when I got off the platform. I laid down in the back of the church and somebody had to carry me out. No shit. And that was one of the last times I ever to a
0: church. wow that's insane like that
1: was the end of it, it yeah. shortly after that i went dry for 48 i well i got very well, i was to be i went through a little bit of a roller coaster emotionally mm-hmm. got really depressed when mm-hmm. stood on a bridge wasn't planning to kill myself sure. but i didn't really i didn't want to go i did not want to be where i was and i didn't want to go where i was going right so, so i was trying M-past. to figure out where i was going to go and I'd have, I'd have rather died under the, the wheels of a semi-truck yeah. than have gone down that road in right. another, another year. Right. And so, wow. police, police officer, in fact, a police officer who got fired this year. No shit. For, for going to counseling for depression.
0: How does that even happen? Exactly. Because Jaron Martin, the
1: goddamn DA, who's a complete piece of fucking bullshit, gets Damn. him fired that guy That's pulls up, up in his car he had a k9 unit at the time yeah. T- just talks to me, talks to me just yeah. as, a, as another human being yep. and here's the problem every time i talk to a pastor about it or you read your bible i don't know why you'd want to kill yourself life is so good and it's like
0: it's not it, that good life bro is fucking
1: bullshit yeah. and i mean and it's the fact they don't even take it I'm not to, saying
0: life's not good i'm take take saying you where, where you were at right oh, then it's life terrible. wasn't good
1: Right, and they don't take the time to empathize or even consider that maybe you're not.
0: They steamroll over you, how's your budget... When's the last right. time that you, you looked were at in pornography?: church? Yeah, when did you look at pornography last? Because I was looking at it earlier this morning. I got some right. sites to recommend to you clearly. Like, really, that. like, honestly, no, they want to no, know about your amazing. budget. They want to know about your sins. They want to <laughs> know about your tithe. They want to know about your church attendance. They want to know about your church involvement. When are I you was, teaching in Sunday school? Or are you going soul winning? Are you coming to our extra right. curricular meetings? Exactly.
1: When I was with Carnes, the first question yeah. he had, any time someone came into the counseling, right? no. Oh, socks. When did you tithe last? And if you yes. hadn't tithe recently, he would not counsel you because he wasn't going to pay for it.
0: You're shitting me. No. Open Bible Baptist Church. Beautiful. Piece. Not, Sam Carnes fucked Not open at all.
1: Sam Carnes fucked me, had fucked me more than any other
0: person on the earth. I know he did. Fuck that guy. I, I, hate him I for kind
1: that. of, well, I kind of feel sorry for him in a lot of ways. Like In I, what ways? I feel sorry for him because I don't. I genuinely think he's he, i well i he is he is not healthy mentally,
0: i mean he can't be yeah
1: and, and I don't think he even understands the depth of shit he doesn't he know
0: what he's people. doing to people, not that i' can't, that doesn't sound right for for me, I don't like saying that, but like he doesn't know the depth of what yeah. he's gone through. Well, but that's to. the thing;
1: these people were not taught any form of psychology. No. They don't know what's what. They don't know anything about mental health. Well, mental health is bullshit to them. Right.
0: There's no such thing as depression. When someone can stand up and tell hundreds, sometimes even thousands of people that basically depression is bullshit, and you should just. Get yeah, right with get God. Up, right.
1: Well, I was just listening to um, Jack Scott was like, mm-hmm. yeah, you might be depressed. You have to get up. You've got to take a shower. You've uh, yeah. got to, yeah. they, love, they like, love
0: that, that uh, the what regimentation. is Regimentation. Regimentation, exactly. They love that, like, and it's like that's just one step at a time. Do this, and like, you do this, like, do this. I've gone, like,
1: like, a week without a shower before, and I'll I will just rub depressed. your face in yeah. my crotch. Yeah. Yeah. But, like, I mean, like, no, <laughs> well, I don't have to he's getting plenty a shower. of crotches rubbed in his face now. I'm sure. But, oh, what a piece of shit. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so I'm up there, and yeah. um, I realized that. Uh, within you a couple down. of weeks, yeah. I went up on a bridge, and yep. this j- the cops there, ph- phenomenal to officer, yeah. talks me down. Um, the the um, he takes me in for you know they check my blood and everything at the hospital. Yeah, determine I'll see what you're on. And what I did is I just went dry for 48 hours and then uh, eat. I didn't drink it and didn't take any. And that's medication. how you ended up on
0: the bridge. No, no, this is after. This is
1: after, wow. and but like i you was mean, just wait, like wait,
0: wait. you didn't you had you ingested nothing for 48 hours holy shit i just
1: click well and it wasn't like trying to do some cleanse i just didn't know what to do so i wasn't gonna do anything don't
0: do anything just just sit here and don't do anything and i
1: was that. like you know if the pain comes the pain comes and it yeah. did and oh, it i can't imagine bro just about the end of that period because i had taken a shitload of medicine now
0: if but, you don't feel I, you don't have to talk about this at all but can you explain just just for our listeners a little bit of the kind of pain you—I st- know you still deal with
1: pain. Well, what I—what like you—what you have—what you, have,
0: you have with—well, what, well, you what have? I have what is spinal
1: do do stenosis. Okay. With? And there's um, debris bunches up on the inside of my spinal column, okay. pushes against my spinal cord, and it sends random signals off. So, okay. like, okay, the other day, um, I was having a lot of trouble. I felt, I'm trying to remember which hand it was. Yeah. I'm pretty sure it was this one. Your right hand. This felt like it was burned. Just like if you oh. had grabbed like a like pan. Like that intense. It just burned. Fuck. Yeah, burned for, for so a couple you, hours. So
0: you get pain signals sent to the I get all kinds of, of random
1: body. pain signals. I can't, I don't have any wet, dry, hot, cold sensation in my feet. Really? I didn't they're know so this. Because so burned out. Yeah. Wow. Um, if something hits, so I've would had surgery here and the, the nerve endings haven't grown in completely Beneath on my knee. Beneath your knee?
0: Okay, on your knee. Um, but
1: just because of the way, because... Because of the way that my um, spinal stenosis has uh-huh. got things going down there, when something hits my knee, um, it doesn't like uh, the pain will last for about an hour.
0: Holy like if I
1: shit. S- hit my knee in a corner of something, the pain lasts for quite some time. And then, like, I have arthritis in my knee, yeah. and time to time it feels like, Just and it can on. go on for quite some time. But it feels like someone shoves an ice pick in like fuck then I have like um, different pains in my thighs and yeah. my hips a lot of times like it'll feel like so I can get the feeling of like having a cramp but not yeah. have a cramp There's nothing
0: there yeah Wow um, but that's then, what that's what you were dealing with then right and
1: then I have muscle spasms um, I do have a lot of lower back pain, which yeah. which kind of comes and goes with like him hauling bags through airports and whatnot right. so it'll hurt bad for a couple of yeah. days and then it'll be all right a little bit. Um, Damn. you know, and then obviously, you know, the big thing for me is like making sure that when I do something, I have the appropriate amount of downtime, which I never had yeah. before. Y- yeah, and being an exactly. entrepreneur, you can do. Yep. I can go, that, I can, like, can like this that. week is an insane week. But next
0: week, you can chill.
1: Next week, I can chill. I've got a lot of, like, I've got a lot of sewing to do, which yeah. just doesn't really take a whole lot of work to do. You and know? Does it doesn't
0: cause, does the, yeah. Uh, by the way, for those of you that don't know, Andrew is an incredible tailor. In fact, he, he flew in he got here one of the first things I had to do was tailor a pair of jeans for me I bought him I knew they were way... they're 34 I'm like what are we deciding I'm like 27 maybe like
1: maybe 27 seem 27
0: so I am like 34 so he took a bunch of he, he did a bunch of work as soon as he got here he his wedding is coming up he brought the suit and shirt and everything and uh, was like outfitting me with that right now like he's an incredible tailor and um, I'll just do it right now like if and I don't I know you don't like to do I don't think you like to do it unless you have the person there with you but if you need tailoring done, or you need, to, you have some questions. Andrew's the guy; he'll take care of you. Anyways, yeah. your tailoring work does that tend to cause you much pain at all? Because I mean, not really. Your like, I think mean, to be Fixed. No. Hand
1: pain. Well, no, not really. I mean, um, I hunch quite a bit, yeah. but it doesn't like. No, it doesn't really. Tailoring doesn't cause me any pain. Okay. Um. However, when I am in a, in a heightened like, like after this week, right. Um. Okay, there are some like I could hem a pair of pants, some simple things, mm-hmm. which I like. A lot, like. I lot don't, more difficult. I really no, I don't like simple work, but yeah. I can do sit down and do simple work in the worst of states, and, and it's not It'd a problem. Right. Uh, more complicated work, so setting a sleeve head, you're setting okay. so you have the the inside of the shoulder seam and the mm-hmm. out the actual sleeve head and the crown. You're actually setting a certain amount of fullness on the outside of it. that. It's a very complicated process, it like it. and when you're like sweaty or tired and yeah. and you're you're on edge. It's not something you want to be doing. Yeah. Because no way. if you rip it out and redo it a few times, you can you can cause a lot of damage to one or both sides of the fabric. Uh, um. So I mean, like things like that. But yeah. Understanding and realizing that's very important. Yeah. With physical health. No, yourself.
0: Yeah. Yeah. You got to know what you know. Hey, what can I do? Okay. So you were on a bridge. Then you had a forty-eight
1: hour kind of. I went dry for dry. forty-eight hours, um, and the, toward the very end of that, I was. Um, like it, it, hit. I was in significant pain. I, Damn. like, I was just like, wow. And then not long after that, like, it wasn't long after that. And I don't know if it was a shot of adrenaline or what. Yeah. Um, I just felt better. Really. Like, I know, I know, bad bad. I know, it sounds insane. It almost <laughs> sounds like a, a Christian, like right, right. A spiritual, come experience. to Jesus it moment wasn't, for sure. It wasn't. I mean, it was a lot of work. It was intense. Yeah. It was hard. And um, and I was awake that entire period of time right. as well. Oh really? The forty-eight um, yeah. hours you didn't sleep? No, I didn't. No, because you so can't. miserable. You can't go to sleep. It was somewhat miserable. It was worth it. Like I don't know that, and I'm sure that you could go to a therapist or a psychiatrist, mm. and they could recommend a much clean, better way to rebuild yeah. it. it was <laughs> but the, the fact that you did it, did it yourself, it. though. Yeah, it. Has I, some pushed, power with I pushed it. myself through. Um, yeah. and I just I got rid of I got rid of my medicine. And I know it. Wow. it probably sounds crazy. Um, and the next thing I did was I. I went into the bathroom, which had some black mold on some mm-hmm. of the, um, uh, where the uh, caulking was. Yeah, caulking. And I, I cut all the old caulking out, and I recaulked the shower, and when <laughs> it was dry, I took a clean shower. Um, and then I just went was on it. with you my just, life, you just like that was it.
0: You kind of, do you feel like maybe that was something where you, not, don't feel like, I mean, it sounds to me like you need, it doesn't even sound like a break, it sounds like a reset. Like, you needed that reset. It was a reset. complete reset. Yeah. It
1: was a reset where church, and ultimately, it was, a, it was resetting, it was taking myself out of church, and then doing a hard reboot. Yeah. Yeah. And just saying, like, churches, like, and that's hard, and I know people who haven't lived in church, but church not being the center of your life is
0: what a if, big deal. Whatever, and I'm not dis- diminishing what you're saying. Whatever it is, it's been, What? how old were you? 22, 23, 25? Oh, no almost 25. You were 25, and that thing had been the center of your life for your oh, entire life. So whatever it is, whether it's fucking alcohol or right. whether it's a community you've been a part of or, or, or a family that's toxic but you've been a part of them your whole life, that's not us. But I'm saying, whatever it is, when you've been a part of that one thing has been central to your life and more important than anything else.
1: always took, It always took precedence. Always. It didn't matter what, it, what the opportunity was. It didn't matter, uh, um, okay, I mean, I, I think I'd like to say, like, my dad earlier this year was going to go see his sister, he hadn't seen her mm-hmm. in six or seven mm-hmm. years, and a church member There was died. a death
0: in the, in the church, yeah.
1: And he had to stay behind and do the funeral and couldn't go see his sister. Right. We hadn't seen it in six or seven years. And I know that any fundies watching this are like, well, that's not a big
2: deal. Yeah.
1: You're a fucking idiot. Because <laughs> your family's fucking important, and guess what? Yeah. The person who died is goddamn dead, and they don't give a shit. And that's why I told. I looked right down in the eye and I said, "Look, she's dead. She could care less. You were there when it counted for her. Right. So go be there when it counts for your sister. Yeah. Because the last thing you want to do is have to show up to your sister's funeral. Yeah.
0: No. I I understand that. That makes um, sense.
1: He still said st- he, he was still it was still such a thing Grammy did stay behind, but he did he did, he did, he did go, go see, see her, see her this later. summer. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm um, glad he got- which is good. Yeah. But that's really horrible. And it's not just it's, it's not just that it's. Bad because you didn't go see your sister. Blah blah. I mean, you're this not putting and I don't feel like you psychologically. I
0: don't think you, I don't feel like you're putting that on daddy. I don't think like, I don't feel like you're putting that on our dad. I think you're throwing that up as an example. Like yeah. look, this is what. No, it's not his this fault. This is what that does to you. And then again, we don't say it against him. We just say like, look, this is an example of how entrenched we have been. And when you try to make that departure, or you try to say like, you know hey, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do something different or I'm going to try something different, it almost has to be an an out-of-body experience to get you there. Or it has to be something that's so extenuating and so life-changing that in order for you, it has to be that in order for you to make that change. Yeah. When it's something that's been so regimented and such a part of your life for so long, the only way to break free is it's got to be something big. It can't just be like one day you're like, I'm gonna try something else after 25 years. Well, yeah, years. It,
1: that won't happen, and no, it you're won't. programmed that when you began, like so, when whenever I had moments where I was like doubtful or whatever, well, you the, thought first, for yourself. the first thing you do is you go, "Am I saved?" Right, right. And mm-hmm. then that insecurity and that um, anxiety drives you back to church. Yeah. And if that's not enough, well, because the church thing, is your anchor, right. And the next thing you do, is is you go to account, you go to counselor. You go By to, the way.
0: Let's rephrase that though. Counselor means your pastor, who's been yeah, running you your go, life for the right. last. You go hybrid. to a
1: pastor. You go to an yeah. elder or deacon or whatever yeah. you want to call them in the church. And you're then not what, going to a licensed. So therapist. essentially, hang on. When you go to a when you go to a pastor or you go to an elder or a deacon, they are the customer retention. Yeah, absolutely. Of yeah. the church, they mm-hmm. are not there to solve your problems or make your life better. Yeah. they're there to keep your account open. And blah, 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 whatever, charge. yeah, yeah, exactly. That's what, and they they're there to say, keep
0: you. They're there to keep your ass in the seat. Right. They're there to keep your check Money. in the in the in the plate. Like that's what they are there They will say
1: whatever they have to say. Yep. They will speak out of whichever it's orifice they need to. Yeah. yeah, And and you will yeah, whatever orifice. <laughs> yeah. No, you're right because it's and usually coming out the ass. ass, and <laughs> it doesn't matter. They're just gonna they're gonna keep you there. Yep. Um. And so yeah, no, you. It has to be. It has to be a pretty big event. Um, one of the best things I think is so. I you know okay. Let me talk about this. Yeah. A, my twenty-second birthday, Johnny, our cousin, yeah, took me to Hawaii, which is very kind of
2: him. I remember that. I spent
1: most of my time trying to find churches to go to on the day on the weekends uh, and, and the Wednesday nights that right. I was there, right? Which was quite horrible because I didn't get to spend the time enjoying Hawaii. Yeah. Um. But the problem was, it had I not, that could have been a really good departure point for me from the. It future. would have been, yeah. But because it was so well trained and so get exactly, and a lot of times I try to tell people this, they don't. So many people like don't understand. Yeah. There are, and I remember when we were in. I don't know quite. Uh, now I'm sure there are plenty of churches that do it, but if you go on vacation, say you live in California, you're going right. to North Carolina, right? And you. Chance a lot of times, like you'll tell your parents, "We're going." Or your your parents, your pastor, right? You'll say, "We're going to North Carolina, and we're gonna, you know, this is bragging." My source, so 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 We're going to so and sos church. I whatever. remember that. Yeah. Many times, the pastors will threaten to, if they won't, they will call that church and say, "Hey, did such and such family show up?" That's
0: right. That's you're absolutely right. And they'll make sure you will. They keep tabs, and it's.
1: Yeah, but it's not a cult. All right. So but what I was saying is one of the best things for getting out that I've seen in young adults is um vacation. Traveling abroad. It's getting getting away. Out of the US. Spending some time. You spend a week out of services if you're going to three to five services a week, you spend a week out of services. You get that break. Um shit tends to line up pretty quickly because Mm -hmm. the world is very real. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean,
0: you I said it. Think. You
1: nailed it. No, that's true. And
0: and like you said, you you find that time where you make that time for that departure, and then you like you said, things start lining up, and you start seeing things for what they really are, as opposed to painted it in this light of everything is God, everything's Jesus. And look, I I don't know if we're in the same place or where we're at exactly. For me, when it comes to God, I'm still not sure about the guy. But I'm a
1: cosmic nihilist, so I don't know what that means. But it's a lot of things. <laughs>
0: It sounds like something Neil deGrasse Tyson would be for sure. (laughs) Hey, at any rate, I do like the idea of uh, there's nothing wrong. Whatever you think. Okay. Think about everything else that you've ever done in your life. That's regimented. Pretty much relationships and work. I think pretty well sum it up. Relationships, work, religion is very, very healthy for you to take a break from those from work. Oh, my God. Yes, you've got to have a break. I haven't had a break in years. I need one like a motherfucker. You need those breaks. Relationships. And I'm not saying, if you're married, like, you know, come hang out with me. Let's take a break. Like, I'm just saying there's nothing wrong with you having... If you Look, if you've been married for any amount of time, you and your spouse both know that you don't have to have time away from one well, another. You, well, you, if
1: you've been married for 20 years and you've never taken a break from each other, you don't have a marriage.
0: Right. Well, then you haven't been married for 20 years. There's yeah. just no way. <laughs> well, no,
1: but there are plenty of people who don't have a marriage. They have, That's true.
0: They live um, with... They have a roommate.
1: Yeah, they have living arrangements with mm-hmm. other person. Mm-hmm. And that's I true. think that's really bad because a lot of people see people like that and they're like, "Oh, you must have an amazing relationship." Let's be and it's perfect. Like, like no, we no. fucking hate each
0: other. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, he still pays the bills or whatever. Uh-huh. So, I like I like that and I want to kind of like just talk to that for a second about the fact that you can whatever however you want to apply that you know, moderation, however you want to phrase it, but like take that break. Like, and I've had, and, I, and I'm and i not, I'm going to start saying this to people, and it hasn't happened a lot lately, but I've had a few people reach out to me and say, hey, you know, I, I'm i thinking about getting out, or I want to get out, or I want to, but my husband, or I want to, but my wife, and I just, you know, it's really difficult for us. I like that idea a lot of like, okay, you really want to get out? You have to, the, I, I think that's a great, say it however you want, but I think the best way to equate it is a gateway. The best gateway is... Just take a break get your spouse or get your family to go on vacation and not whether it's whether you can get yeah, out to fucking italy or wherever but like but 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 that's such a big don't you remember when we would go on vacation that was a huge thing as a family we'd be flipping through the phone book trying to find the kjv only church we'd find a fucking we spent pentecostal as much time or,
1: finding churches yeah.
0: As we did doing anything else, <laughs> yeah, it's and that's true.
1: how I that was vacation to me was finding other Baptist churches. I'll be
0: honest, I remember a lot of good things about our vacations. I but well, I'm saying not, that was, but that the was a, key a huge element thing
1: for me when I as an adult when I went on my own vacation oh, okay.
0: was was finding those churches. Yeah, that was a priority. Very important. Plane
1: tickets, any uh, travel arrangements, all came last. Finding the church I was going to go to came first. Damn, that's crazy. Wow. Um, well and I gave when I left. I gave Sam Carnes didn't give two flying funds, no, we didn't. But when I gave when I left, I gave him my itinerary for every church I'd be in for every service that I was
0: seriously, yeah. wow. All right, so moving forward, there was another subject that me and Andrew need to discuss, and we're gonna have to find <laughs> another time to do it. Maybe I'll figure out how to do it remote or something. We will, we will get to it. But the the one I do want to get to is you. I have been. Like I said, the podcast for sure was something you inspired me to do video content. But beyond that, I've watched you work your fucking ass off as a tailor. I watch whatever it is, whether it's making your videos, whether it's being a tailor, whether it's you know just networking with with local professionals. I've you've been very inspirational to me as far as an entrepreneur. And I'm not. This isn't an entrepreneur thing where like we want to we want to get you to do something or buy in or everyone should be an entrepreneur. But the thing that I've talked about with other people on the podcast, are you bored?
1: <laughs> no, no. Well, I'm thinking like, you say everyone should be an entrepreneur. Like, as an entrepreneur, I look at the world and I'm like, yeah, if everybody could just do something they were good at for the rest of their yeah. life on their That'd own be terms, on their own hours. World. Yeah, it would be a perfect world. But there are cogs out there. There are people mm-hmm. who are really good at nine to five jobs yeah, and love yeah. that shit. Yeah, and, and, that's, and good no for them. I've got no problem with that. But what I wanted to get to was. But hang on, there are a lot of yeah. people in nine to five jobs that need to be doing something. They, to, need, to, they need to be
0: something. There are a lot of people that find meaning in a nine to five. Meaning, mm-hmm. I didn't say that right. There's mm-hmm. a lot of people that find their worth in a nine to five, and that's fine. Good for them. And I'm I not. that's
1: culturally unhealthy to define your worth in a nine I, I to five. I agree. To allow a culture to be like, hey, did you get, like, oh, you have no idea. When I started working for myself and, uh-huh. like, really working, oh, did you get a job? You know, like I've got five hundred dollars. Oh, oh, yeah. Where did you get a job? But no, I didn't get a job. job. I had a m- skill set. I like, made a
0: job. You okay. didn't get a job. You didn't acquire one. You fucking went made one. I found
1: one. some clients. Yeah. and I did five hundred dollars worth.
0: I. This is my thing that I do. Do you need some of it? Yes. Instead of like, hey, I know how to do this thing. Oh, well, come work for me because that's what I do. Right. And I'll you can and I'll take I'll skim off the top of your shit.
1: Well, and I think that's a problem with degreed people or, or educated people have a hard time understanding. And I think I think it's more like a communication issue between yeah. educated is not uneducated, but it's skilled and the educated. Right. Right. And, and, and a, lot a, skilled, cross, a, right. a lot of times those cross a lot of times those cross planes. But I'm a skilled laborer and I work right. with a lot of educated people who couldn't yeah. do their job without the education. Yep. But the education would do nothing but slow me down and I but I right. mean at the same time I didn't I didn't get the education. So I can't turn around and be like, let me wait ten more years so I can right. have the education. You don't have time. Right. Life's I've got to make by. I have
0: to make a living. Make it work now. Right. But what I was getting at is a lot of our audience here has either has a no degree. Maybe maybe has some certifications for nursing mm-hmm. or or carpentry or something like that. But we a lot of us either have a bullshit degree like I have, or like you have, don't have a degree. Yeah. And I Part of my—it's been a frustration lately because I've seen.
1: I want to say the first thing I want to say to everybody: unless you're making more than about 150 grand a year, nobody's going to check your degree. So you put whatever degree you. That's want a good to point. That's a good point. Yeah, and I actually had a conversation
0: with two people lately, and I told them, I told them when they asked me about uh, someone, one was someone I was working with, another is a, uh, is, is a friend, a good friend who's, who's doing very well in business. And they both, we talked about degrees, and I said, yeah, I have a degree, but it's unaccredited. And they weren't mean, but they just said, well, why would you tell me that? And I'm like, well, because I, I need you to know like You don't, no one needs to know that.
1: it's about time served.
0: That's exactly what my, well, I'm talking about. One of the people I'm talking about is Randy Lanning, and he mm-hmm. said the same thing. He said, I, I go through applications so often. I'm looking at your experience. Does your experience on your resume sound like bullshit, or does it sound real? And if you have a degree, that's cool, great. But what have you done beyond your degree for certifications, yeah. for things in the field that you're working in? What have you done beyond that that says you really care, or care about that field?
1: I want to say. Like, I don't make a shitload of money. Right. Um, I make a more Me money. Neither. I make a good amount of money. I'm not making as much as I want. But I regularly update my resume. I'm on LinkedIn, it. which I just got a client from LinkedIn. Really, a pretty big. We yeah, have the guy from New York who wants me to do all the hand finishing. No consults. shit. Yeah, that's awesome. His wife found me on LinkedIn. She's a <laughs> she's a talent manager. And okay. She found me on LinkedIn. Hell yeah. Um, but I regularly apply for basically similar level jobs to where I'm yeah. at within the market, and I update my resume because and, and two reasons. One is if okay, say I make. 40 grand a year if someone is willing to employ me in a nine to five you know let's say for 55 or 60 a year that then allows me to outsource what i'm doing that's making that 40 grand and keep a chunk of the 40 grand which then takes me say up to 70 you can level up yeah absolutely um so i'm not going to turn around and turn down a job even you know if I find a job that interests me and I think yeah. I would like, I apply for it, you're and it's shot. good and it keeps you, it keeps me up to date. But the other thing is that when you're going into any job, don't make a one resume. And like if you no. if you're going into multiple, make your fields, resume for
0: the job. Ma- yes,
1: build a resume specifically for that yeah. job, and then look at it. And if you can't do it, find a friend. I, I do. not use, I don't, don't use I don't, a page service. I don't make my own resumes. Trenton makes my resumes. Yeah. You probably have a friend who's a good writer, but yep. you have a friend who's good at putting themselves in someone else's position. Find someone who's able to look at it from a recruiter's standpoint and write what the recruiter yep. wants to see to get you in the door for the interview because that's what matters.
0: That's absolutely right. And the point that I want to get to, and, and I'm not diminishing anything mm-hmm. you're saying, but the point I want to get to is lately I've been very frustrated. I'm not mad at you. Some of you will see this, the people that I'm talking about. I am not mad at you. I understand you because I was you for so long. We've got people that have insane people skills. People that have, ter- I mean, fucking terrific leadership skills. People that just, they are skilled beyond measure, and they would kill it in the workplace. Or even as an entrepreneur. But they're stuck at a church, and they feel like, I've got to keep teaching this Sunday school. Or I've got, and it's not always, it's not so much Sunday school. It's more like, I've got to keep making this shit salary as an assistant pastor, or a youth pastor, or a school principal. And look, again... If your God, your religion, your church is bringing you that much benefit, and you you have a house, and you, you and you're providing for your family in a way that you are happy with,
1: if you but hang on, if you feel any emotional undertow from it, it's not yeah, worth it.
0: It's not worth it. But my the point that I'm trying to get to is, there is a better career out no. there for you, guaranteed. I, and, I, and, and and now look, I, look, let me I, let me hang on. Let me let me say this though, because I want to meet this out with this as well. I know there's a lot of people, or not a lot of people, there are a few people that will see this and say like, I am fully fulfilled in my job, my family's happy, I'm happy. And if from the bottom of your heart you can say that, and, and in some kind of a ministry, more power to you. And you may not agree, and that's fine. More power to you. But, but, who I'm speaking to right now are people that you've got that you feel- inkling in your head, and you're, that undertow you're talking about, and that thought of like, man, I just, not so much like, I hate my pastor, or I hate God, or no, I hate my church, or I'm an atheist.
1: trapped where you're at. There it is. Because you do not have the education, you do not have the connections to mm-hmm. go get a job that will pay what you're getting paid in the right. outside world. And the right. reality is, is that two to three years you might have to take a pay it's cut. It's going to be tough. But to be honest with you, if you'll be willing to work about, uh, if you're working as hard as, anywhere near as hard as we worked, yep, then if you'll work not, that hard for two or three years and you'll be and making sometimes, more than you could imagine. Sometimes
0: and, not even that hard. Just, just a, a, a percentage of that, yeah, a fraction of that. Because if you're working well, in a ministry, you're getting be, used and abused, a hundred percent.
1: Well, the thing is, it's gonna be it. it the will transition
0: be, is bumpy. It's very hard. It I've said be that difficult. before. Yeah, it will
1: be very difficult because you're not just gonna be going and trying to make a living. I mean, the first thing I would do. The, I think the best thing I would do, from from my standpoint is, I mean, if you can find Dan Miller, go find Dan Miller. He's a little more Christian. Like, and I mean, I'm not Christian at all, so yeah. if I recommend him, I, I recommend him. <laughs> he's got some really good ethics. He's a psychiatrist. or he's a psychologist, I'm sorry. Um, but if you can read his book, 40 Days of the Work You Love, yeah. you can cut any church bull crap out and of and it. And by the right. way,
0: Andrew's been recommending that book to me for years. That's yeah. not something where he's like, oh, this is a fly-by-night. Get rich quick, great deal. No, you've been recommending now, that I've book read to me that, for like three or four years, I feel
1: like. I read that book... And I Say went... Say it one more time. Uh, 48 Days to the, to the Work You Love. 48
0: Days to the Work You Love.
1: And it's just 48 days. You read it. You go through the system. Hmm. I'll be honest with you. I read like two-thirds of the book. And I went from making $10 an hour to a uh, $70,000 job. For wow. $70,000 a year. Annual. yeah, yeah. Position. Um, and that was the one... But I was still in the church, which was a right. massive mistake. That fucked you up, yeah. But what helped me was it centered me. And I found... I went, with no degree, I went to that position because I found something I was good at and I could walk in the door and it was evident that I was good at it. They needed my skill set. Mm-hmm. I had the skill set. Yep. And the degree just didn't matter. No. End of story. Um, and so, at the end of the day, if you can find something you love that you're actually good at, you may need to sharpen up some skills. Yep. You're going to have to knock down some doors. Um, You're gonna have to build some bridges. You might have to. You're gonna definitely. If you leave the church, you're burning. You're burning a big one. But I wouldn't worry. I wouldn't worry about it because the world, the world, and the terms that the church gives it has so much more to offer you than than a church could even hope. Offer unless it's Joel Osteen's church, no, <laughs> no, because that's the thing is, look at his house, and then yeah, but everyone find, else that works there yeah, on staff, look at his not staff doing sales. so well,
0: probably, yeah,
1: yeah sure, nobody's getting shit because it's just like every other church, uh,
0: it's right, it's, it's a hierarchy. Joel
1: sticks his fingers in everyone's ass, and then he's like, God <laughs> wants me to have all the money. Some
0: of you know how much it's hurting me to hear this. I'm a big fan of Joel for no good well, reason, yeah,
1: because he's <laughs> like, here's I was explaining it to Michelle because yeah. Michelle, uh does she like Joel? No. Is she like Brother Joel? Oh, she has to so watch dumb. him because of a client. But, <laughs> I want to uh, meet her client. <laughs> uh, I her want to meet her client. You want to meet her client. I'm like, Joel Osteen is 90% motivational speaker. Joel Osteen is 90% whatever mm-hmm. product is in no, his hair. he's a motivational yeah. speaker. Mm-hmm. He is, absolutely. And then That's he's a I like pro- listening he to He him. teaches him. Yeah, me. yeah. So, yeah, his motivational speaking skills are, are phenomenal. are And if he would just go with those... Pops. I could respect him, Yeah, but, but asking people throwing for throwing in the Charlottetown Jesus bullshit, right, The yeah. the speaking in tongues, the the praying for cancer. Does he do speaking so, in tongues? Yes. Um, what? I gotta find that. You gotta show me that. Oh, I watch, don't just believe. You're gonna you. watch it tonight. Don't you? <laughs> And like you're gonna, I am gonna like I deflower you. No, I don't know. I don't think I'm. I don't think I'm ready for that. I'm yeah. not ready for oh, that. You're gonna be Joel, I love Steen. Brother Joel. I'm gonna oh. pop your Joel Steam's no. and it's gonna splatter on the ceiling.
0: Okay, that you went too far. <laughs> um, oh, that hurts! That hurts my heart oh, brother. so much. <clears throat>
1: so anyway, I have one of his thing, books. You know that, right? right. <laughs> now the thing about him is um, the praying for cancer. Here's here's the yeah. problem with me praying. TV preachers do not prey on intelligent people and they do not prey on wealthy people. No, no, no. They prey on the masses. Well, no. They prey on old people and they prey on sick people. Yep. Yep. And that disgusts me. That's bullshit. That is where I will never, ever be able to respect Mm them. The the women... So, if you wanted to look at the numbers of the people who are supporting Joel Steen, what you're going to see... Is people taking pension checks and trust funds. That's bonds, true. That's true. Damn, sending them money. Right. Yeah. Because, and our grandma has done it. Mimo? Mimo. Oh. She's tried, she's like tried it for cures. Really? Like, yeah, for prayers because they think it's going to heal them. Yeah. No, and at that. That is, that's that the end of the road. That shit's fucked
0: up, yeah, that's Like, hey, up. You,
1: you, know, you know a billionaire who's got one too many yachts and you want to go steal it? I have all the respect for you in the world. Do looter. that shit,
0: yeah. Fuck it up. You
1: take money from an old sick person who's at the end of the road, you can just go You're the You're the worst kind of
0: person, like, yeah, Just absolutely. go
1: fuck yourself with a frickin' Stop, stop, stop. <laughs> so like, Whatever you can know, come you know up with, that's so bad. That they drill in mine just put it in your face. <laughs> <and> <laughs> ram it, like multiple, like, you know, just, oh, oh God. man. Well, we can't end on that Suck note. the jizz out of it.
0: Wow. <laughs> well, we do have to end this soon because I am going, you're going down, you're hurting me. My Joel Osteen heart is hurting. Yeah. No, but were. it really, like, I, my eyes are starting to close. It's, I'm, It's late. But, um... Uh, I'm trying to think of something to kind of bring it back in with, just a memory or. Well,
1: we're. I mean, we're talking about getting. You know, if you want to leave. Yeah. Um, you can. Here's the thing. Just
0: it's, it's. It's.
1: It's not that bad.
0: It's. It's. It's not that bad once you get out of the woods. But you know what? You've been in some pretty shitty woods for a really long time. What you're gonna go through is not worse. It's just it's different. It
1: is than different. what you've been. I'll through. be honest with you. And it's scary. And it's yeah. unknown. I'll be honest with you, if you go get a job at a fast food restaurant and just make enough money to live off of, your life will be a hundred times better than it's ever been and working here, in the
0: ministry. And here's a big, here's a big why to that you know this because you've done this when you were in college or someplace else when you had a part time job because you can leave that job, you when know, you, when you clock out. You walk out of Del Taco, you walk out of Culver's, you walk out of Burger King, you walk out of Walmart, and where does that job stay? It fucking stays there. You
2: and you get to go time. home,
0: enjoy your family, do you thing. And yeah, you know what? You're not stoked about clocking in the next day or two days later. You're not, but you. But guess what? Well, the pastor's not calling you to go lock up or to Taco, go clean up. Here's
1: the problem. You can quit at a fast food. Yeah. Like, unless you live in a really out-in-the-woods area. Yeah. Once a month, you can quit, quit at a restaurant, <laughs> go to work for another one. Down the street. And a year later, you'll still have a job.
0: Yep. It's true. It's true. And, you know, there's there's people that want to have their conversations about the job market and whatnot. And I'm not here to disagree with anyone, whether it's good or bad. The fact is, there is work out there to be had for people that have a work ethic if like we any, had to have.
1: If you have any work ethic, yeah, you can go to any entry-level position, and you will have at least a tw- 10 or $12 an yeah, hour, depending yeah, yeah. on where Easily. you live, job. Mm-hmm. And that, honestly, if you can live frugally, that'll pay your bills you long enough for you to get to where you need to
0: you go. You can do it. So, anyways, that, that would be my, kind of my plea to so many people that I've seen. People that maybe I don't even know who you are, but, like, you're in that place where you're like, I don't think I can make it. You can make it on the outside. You re- and, and, and a big part of that is... What we were taught and what we learned is the world is a big scary place. It's not as big and scary as you've been taught it is. Your the entire church life. is
1: much more frightening than much the scarier.
0: World. <laughs> that's that is that's the that's the note to end it on. The church is much more frightening than the world. Really, it is. The You're people, absolutely right. Ninety
1: percent of the people in the world are just wonderful people. Mm-hmm. And I mean, they're wonderful because they're not trying to be anybody. They're else just being they them. Are. Yeah. Yeah. Even the biggest assholes you'll ever meet are great people because they are not faking it.
0: Because they're just 100% themselves. They the are asshole. Who they are. Yeah. Well, I think that's the note we're going to end it on. I know there was another subject that you really wanted to approach. Fine. So I have to apologize to my brother now. It's okay. You can
1: come watch it on The Andy Hardy <laughs> Show. It's it, great. All right, yeah, I'm sure.
0: He has a podcast, by the way, the Andy Hardy Show. It's fucking terrific. It is amazing. Um, it's
1: amazing. We post uh, so random, it's crazy. <laughs> they do.
0: It's good. But um, we'll end it with that. There was the, the, I, I know we were all over the place from from growing up in uh, Indiana and Missouri to the IFB to 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea to, to, to being on there. a bridge. <laughs> all of that. I'm so grateful. Thank you so much for coming on. I'm super, super grateful. I hope I didn't fuck up your knee right now. No. Uh, no, no, no. no. <laughs> but um, I'm very grateful. Andrew has been a uh, good God. Just a huge encouragement. Um, and I and I, I bought you a decanting set. You, he did buy me. In, I'll put it on the podcast at some point. I didn't tonight. But um, he's been a huge encouragement and an, and an incredible inspiration to me. And some people may look... May, that might be odd because he's my younger brother to some people, but... I've I have looked up to Andrew for for a long time. He's stepped out and done things that have inspired me to do I wouldn't say the same or similar, <laughs> but inspired me to find <laughs> Don't what do is the wrong sake. with you. Inspired me to find my own path. I think that's the best way to put it, is this guy has really inspired me to figure out my own life, find my own path, and do my own thing. And I think in the end, that's what we all need to find. We all need whether we need an inspiration from a from a sibling or our our offspring or our spouse or whatever find that inspiration to do your own thing and be your own person and go your own way and you'll always be happy i
1: want to say along with that i tell people you you are your greatest asset that's good yeah because no one else is gonna get out of bed and pay your bills you're, you're your greatest asset. You have to take care of yourself. That's so and I fucked my body up and I fucked my mind up for so long, being anybody and everybody's bitch,
2: who all had the title all men. of
1: pastor. Yeah. And the reality is, is that I just about in many cases destroyed the greatest asset I'd ever have, which is yourself. And you can't afford to do it. Like you've got to take care of yourself.
0: You're all. Look, you've got family. You've got friends. You've got you have money cars houses whatever but at the end of the day you're the, it's you yeah it's you're just it. you you're
1: your asset yeah you're the person if you make 70 grand a year they're not paying 70 grand f- for anything except to the your family, family. or yeah. yeah they're paying it for to you so you get out of bed and go do your thing every day yeah. and if you're not making sure that all your bases are covered before you get in the bed so that you can do your very best every day then you're, you're not fucking doing right over. by yourself. Yeah. yeah. You are not protecting your greatest investment, your greatest asset, SO, which is yourself. And that that comes back so to don't the... be afraid to invest in yourself.
0: Fuck yeah. Don't be afraid to invest in yourself. And that comes back to you can't take care of others until you've taken care taken care of yourself. That includes the family. oxygen mask thing. Yeah. Yeah, if yeah you, exactly. If you
1: if you are dead, you don't do anybody any good. Right. How are you gonna save your kid? So you take care of yourself, and if you're mentally unstable, if you're unbalanced, if you're unhappy, you have to. You are the provider of your no own. No one's going
0: to force you to get help. You've got to get it yourself. If
1: you're waiting for someone to make you happy, you'll be miserable for the rest of your life.
0: That's beautiful. It's 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 poignant. It's important, and we all need to hear it. If you're waiting for someone else to make you happy, you're going to be waiting for the rest of your life. And that's not that's not to end on like a negative note. It's to end on a note of like it's a reality. We were taught reality. that we
1: came last, no matter what. Yeah. Our, our happiness and our needs didn't matter. And the reality is, the most important thing in your life is what you need to make every day. Yeah. And and what you need to make you happy at the end of the day. And the reality is, you don't. Maybe you don't need. You probably don't need strippers. You probably don't need cocaine. You probably don't <laughs> need a hundred million dollars. For me, it's typically a cup of coffee yeah. from McDonald's. It's a dollar. From a, a $1.08 yep. in Missouri to a $1.29 in Wisconsin. <laughs> that's what it costs. Yeah. And if I have that cup of coffee, I can watch the sunset right. and I'm happy. That's good. And I know I'm happy. So you find what makes you stable and happy.
0: That's, and that's that's a beautiful, what you're saying is a beautiful pr- picture to me of perspective. Like what it is that makes you happy. And yeah, it's probably not hookers, coke, and a
1: million dollars. Although I'm not saying those things wouldn't make me happy. They didn't make you happy but, in certain areas. Yeah. But... You've got to find, like, at the end of the day, what truly, what's mattering to you. Yeah. What's a something you can do and you can experience every day that makes you not absolutely regret everything you did that day.
0: There you go. That's good. Man, that's good shit. All right. So, I don't know how or when, but we'll have to do this all again. We've got a lot of other things to say. Me and Andrew clearly have um, a, a lot of things to say. But for those of you that stuck around this long, I'm not even sure because normally... I'm able to see the, the the timer. Andrew was gracious enough to help us. Uh, I don't know if you'll see the difference. I'm sure you will, actually, with this. We're using Andrew's camera today instead of mine. So uh, thank you for that as no well. Problem. And thank you all for sticking around so long for this episode of Not Your Mother's Podcast. Super grateful for everyone that checked it out. Andrew says peace to you all. Peace and love. And um, thanks so much.
1: See you later. Let it let it end. Hang on, hang on. Okay, so here's what gets me. No, no, we're not done.
0: Done. We're not done now. Because you're not the first person to do that shit to me. Um the everyone this guy knows video editing like a motherfucker. Mm -hmm. And then like several friends that I've had on multiple times. They let it in and then they want to do their little thing at the end, like you did. I just need you to let it in and smile and fucking look at the camera and just let it in.
1: But know. you can't do it. Like, no. Like, just it let really it matter. It does matter. Literally, I'm a nihilist. Nothing matters. Oh, my God. All right.
0: Thank you. Bye
1: bye. Oh, my God. Shut the fuck up.
0: <laughs>
1: yeah, we're good. All
0: right. Wait, we're rolling, right? Yeah, we're rolling. Okay, yeah. so we'll, I'll do the intro, and then we'll... Hello! No, that's Hi. not the... No. Welcome not, no. to no. my... <laughs> stop! What the you fucking stop? This is going to be the intro. You know that, right? The whole B-roll is going to uh, be the intro. You're said. doing this shit on purpose. Oh, no, I'm not. Yeah,
1: you're I'm, like, I'm like, I'm going to hold it in. Uh,
0: no, I'll do the intro. We'll toast, and then we'll get into it. Oh, All I'm right, going to make
2: toast. This
0: fucking guy.